good evening and welcome to episode 21 of VR Souls, where we talk about VR and all the other bollocks that we get up to. Um, we've got the usual crew, as per usual, because we always do, because no one else wants to come on this podcast. Not that we've actually asked anyone. We should probably do that at some point. <laughs> um, right, how is Paul? I'm good, good. Can't complain. Can't complain, oh, can't so won't complain. Can't complain. <laughs> I've got no complaint bones left in my body. I'm physically incapable of complaining. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's an interesting offer there, Doc. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I've 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 got a bone for everybody. If you want, um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I so, don't want to know what that means. Anyway, <laughs> Paul, how are you? I'm stressed out, man. <laughs> any, yeah. any particular uh, reason? Uh, both privately and work, work, work. But I mean, that's that's right. what happens before a big holiday. You need to meet all kinds of deadlines and crap. Crunch. So yeah, but uh, hello, welcome to a relaxed and non-stressful podcast. Let's get on with it. Certainly, sir. Thank you very much. Um, and how's book? I'm I'm all right. I'm... How's how's back? Doing all right. I've played some interesting things this week, more than anything yep. else. But let's talk about game night, which is what we did last time, which was oh unfortunately no bowl. Bowl was actually. Are you feeling better, bowl? You weren't very well. No, I feel horrible. You still feel no, horrible. I'm perfectly fine. And we've dragged you out of your <laughs> bed to actually. Come I was and up do this. to forty point four degrees Celsius in a fever, so that was exciting. That, but, uh, that sounds like yeah. you're cooking yourself from the inside. That does not sound good. Oh, that's literally what the point is. It's meant to kill things inside. Yes, um, I agree. So uh, I guess that worked out. Actually, speaking of illness, um, obviously we're in the middle of a huge global pandemic, and one of the most valuable people within the VR community has actually got this at the minute, and we would like to say a huge, huge get well to German Rifter. Um, who has been yep. a supporter of every single VR content creator out there. And everyone loves mm. Daniel. Daniel is known as the nicest guy in VR because he is. <laughs> and He shows up and says, yeah. He does. He turns up. And he, he, has the biggest, he has the biggest mug collection. He does. His mug collection is insane. It is. If you have um, a mug, he probably owns it. Yeah. He yes, he owns my mug, and I didn't think he ever would. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone would ever buy that one. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, but no. In all in all seriousness, seriously, Daniel, if you're there and you're listening, we really want you back, man. You you know, get yourself better. Take your time. Get yourself mm. better. Everyone's rooting for you. Everyone wants you to be back. Um, look after yourself, please. We really yep. want to see you. Um, At this point, it's the hospital that's looking after him, but I'm sure. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is. I mean, he's, from what we understand, he's stable. Um, he's good. He's still on a ventilator. He was a bit touch and go at one point, but he's much better now. So, fingers crossed. We're lucky enough, we also have uh, a friend of his, Kevin, who has been posting updates on Daniel's Twitter account, um, German Rifter. So, that's where you can find him. And it's been really nice to see these come through. Uh, just to see how he's all doing, because everyone, everyone's really worried about yeah. him. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's a horrible thing. So anyone out there who is the COVID denier or anything, 
fuck you. Um, it's real. This Wear a goddamn shit mask. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, let's move on. Um, seriously, so like we said, game night is what we did last time. And we played Escape First 2 without Bowl, unfortunately. Um, we'd already done yes, Escape. Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> Bowl, you dodged a bullet, mate. Seriously. Yes. We, we thought the first one was kind of janky, but Jesus. Yeah. Oh, we got Is there. It? We got there in the end. We, we did one well, room. We did one room. Another one. And then that room wouldn't let us finish because of a bug or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was like, it should happen. Yes, which, that's right. As 13 Pretty Things says in chat, you avoid the, the poopy room as well. <laughs> so the, it was actually in... The, the escape room was actually a bathroom um, with three yeah. cubicles. It was a men's... Well, no, it must have been a women's bathroom, I think about it, because there wasn't any urinals. There was no urinals, yeah. That's, Unless that's what thought, the pipe work was leading to. I don't and we know, had but, to fill in the blanks. Well, maybe. But women's maybe. bathrooms, I always thought, were like much nicer than men's bathrooms. That was a shithole. Quite literally. Um, I mean, how many women's bathrooms have you seen? I'm not getting into so, this conversation. <laughs> I've seen some women's bathrooms that's just like... <laughs> that's just beyond terrible. I thought it's like when... The, well, they always go to the loo together when you were, like, when you were out and stuff. And I, I always thought they were like, you know, marble and gold and, you know, sort of, you know amazing places that you all like to hang out. Is that not how it is? No, Maybe that's they why they together, together because it was that dangerous. Yeah. Like, it's that bad that no. they're just like, I need fucking support. If I don't come out of there, somebody has to, you know, like get a rat catcher. It's like stepping into a ghetto. I need to, someone to help me escape afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> just don't get us free to help you escape. <laughs> we we actually true. have confirmation that women's bathrooms are not, in fact, you know, wonderful inside and... Um, they're, okay. they're, they're horrible. <laughs> so right. thanks for I'll that, take, 13. I'll take your word for it. Photographic evidence on Twitter. No, don't do that. Don't, this yeah, is, don't, don't. don't do that. No, that's not a good idea. Um, anyway. But yeah, so, so we yeah, got, the game we was got like stuck wow. on the game. And we had to restart the game to make it work because it got stuck on the final puzzle. It was the final puzzle as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah it just makes me think like we would have done it in a time scale you're given if we... Didn't have a glitch. I know, absolutely. I think we it's an hour for the first one that we did, it said, and I think we would have got it done. And I think we did it mm. in like six minutes afterwards, didn't we? Because we just went... Yeah, it, we went really quickly after that. Um, it's kind honest, of the nature of puzzle games. Yeah. If you know the puzzle, they're really short. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but I, I actually quite like escape rooms in VR. I think they're really good. I've been to a few real ones as well. Um, hmm. And I think VR lends itself quite well to escape room stuff and it's also nice having people in there with you because um, I think I'd, if I went into one of my own I'd probably get bored of it pretty mm. not quickly yeah. but I'd just be like but when there's a group you're in mm. I think it just makes it a better experience for me see one of the well, real ones that I went into you were actually your group was split into two different rooms but they were connected somewhere so it's like if I pressed this button something happened in their room and, you know, okay. and they, they didn't realise so I'm wondering if there are escape rooms in VR like that as well. Um, well we've well, no, we'll actually see. done an escape room in VR in the same room. Have we? <laughs> yeah, we did it in March. Just that, before that lockdown. 
We did oh, the yes, Assassin's did, Creed Escape Room. Yes, 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 we did, of course. <laughs> we went to Rush VR in Milton Keynes, which is a, yeah. a VR arcade. And we played, yeah, the Assassin's Creed Iversiris, was it? I can't remember. Something was, like that. It was but the one based that, on Odyssey. We yeah. were split up at times. Yes, that's very true, actually. We were. And we had to do things and... That was fun. I did like that. Stuff and we blitzed the timer as well, didn't we? Yeah, we we were the best. I yeah. mean, you know, not not bragging or anything, but no, totally but we bragging. Were t- we were top the of the leaderboard on times. The guy did say he did who ran it. He said most people take about an hour. I'm expecting a bit more from you guys because you kind of know how this works. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we did it in like 35 minutes or something. Wasn't it? it was. Crazy. It was quick. Hmm. But then the thing is, in that scenario, you're paying for a VR slash escape room experience. The quicker you yeah. do it, the like you're getting less value for money. I know. That Unless they like, let you hop into Beat Saber afterwards. I mean, like, lucky that we were lucky enough we didn't actually pay. Oh, we were yeah. invited to go along. So we were very lucky mm. on that. And once all the COVID stuff goes, we'll have to try and what, try one of the other ones as well. Because there's some new me. ones. And we'll mm-hmm. definitely go and do those. Um, but that's Sound. 2022, I'll see you there. But on for Escape First Two, did we enjoy it? I actually like the puzzles. I think they're quite good. I just think the game's a bit jank. Yeah, minus a jank, and it would be mm. probably better. They've made, the... made a number three without fixing the jank in number two, which blows my mind. Yeah, see, one of the problems with an escape room is that there's a lot of times you don't know if you're doing something right, mm. and if the game is broken and you don't know if you're doing something right, then you don't know if it's just broken because the game's broken or you're not doing something right which really kind of ruins the experience because then you sat there just like right i've done this now that's obviously wrong but in reality it was right so you're wasting time trying all this Mm. shit when realistically you got Mm -hmm. it right 10 minutes ago have any of you played the room vr actually yeah my playlist it's a playlist um, play very soon playlist so on Mondays, these last few weeks, I've taken to doing a massive stream where I open up Viveport, install a bunch of shit, and then I'll just set a timer and say, right, I'm going to play this for 20, 30 minutes. And I just run through game after game after game after game. So this week, I started my um, stream, and I started it with Angry Birds, because I was the, the theme for this week was like big name, like big big-ish sort of games. Um, so I start with Angry Birds because, uh, you know, it's a household name pretty much at this point. There's movies and all sorts of shit. Um, and that was fine. It's exactly what you expect. It's Angry Birds in VR. Graphically, it was actually quite impressive. It looked really nice, but I don't know if I would want to pay a lot of money to play Angry Birds. Uh, to, certainly would be good for kids, though. So, yeah, yeah it was all right. Um, I played the one of the Ghostbusters VR experiences. <laughs> I'm I played both that, of those. They are yeah, hideous. I, <laughs> and the so, best part, of, and, and and the best part of that, he went told Google to set his timer for twenty minutes, and I was like, in the chat, it won't take twenty minutes. No, like, yeah. <laughs> which, which, one, which one did you play? <laughs> the first one where you're going okay. for the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that I saw was uh, available on WMR ages ago, and I was like shit, I need to buy a WMR headset now. And I started eyeing up like Aces and stuff for a couple hundred quid and thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy a WMR headset. Screw it. I never did. And then they came to Oculus and all of the whitelisted folks started playing them and they were just like, no, 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 don't touch this. This is horrible. And when I saw that it was the reboot of Ghostbusters, I was 
then instantly less interested because the whole point of Ghostbusters is nostalgia, right? Like, we want to go back to our childhood with, you know, Stans and Venkman and uh, Spangler, Zedmore. You want to go back and play with the toys of your youth. And when it wasn't even linked to that, I was just like, all right, I'm not paying the money for these games. But when I saw one of them was on Viveport, I was like, eh, fuck it. I may as well. Like, my Viveport is running out. I've maybe got a week or two left on it, and then it's it's gone. So I need to play everything I want to play as soon as I can. So I needed to tick that box. Uh, there's also a thing on there for Game of Thrones Beyond the Wall. Um, <laughs> I I had an audio issue with that. And it starts off and you basically... like It's almost like it's designed for a PlayStation. You pull the trigger to walk forward and then you just play White Walker Whack-A-Mole. Um, <laughs> and you stab a polar Nice bear. alliteration. That's good. <laughs> I, it, it's like... I, I was just like, all right, yeah, clearly this is just a cash-in. It, it's absolutely fucking pointless. Uh, I don't know whether it did ever come out on PSVR, but the fact that I didn't even need a stick, I couldn't move, I couldn't walk. I was literally just pressing a button to move forward. You stab a polar bear a couple of times, and you just whack white walkers till you fall into some water. Spoilers, sorry, I don't care. It's shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I played. Uh, I played some of the gallery. It's, I like the gallery episode one is basically free, right? No. Is it? No, I think no, that no, it no, might no. have been a free weekend at some point, but. I'm, I have it in my Steam it's, library. I it's think. not cheap. You probably got it in a bundle, Doc. This is generally what happens. I, I'm sure mm. I just saw it for free one time. Like they did episode one That's free, and then you had to buy. I think. Oh, like you could during, get it for at least free during the one weekend. Yeah, during during the pandemic, multiple companies did. You know, it's free this weekend, and you get to keep it. Okay, uh, maybe that was the case. I, I know. I've I know had that happened for a few other games. But either way, I've like had this for a long time. I knew it was a big game. Um, it's Coat Sync? Is it Coat Sync or is it Cloudhead? It's Cloudhead game. Cloudhead. It's Cloudhead. Um, Same people that makes uh, Pistol Whip. Yeah. This is what. Yeah, this is what I was saying. So I was sort of expecting big things. Um, I was playing that for a while, but the controls seemed really janky. But I'm kind of putting that down to Viveport because everything in Viveport assumes I'm using Vive once. Which annoys the mm. shit out of me. Truly, it's truly also does. understandable. Uh, kind of, but like a lot of the things on there say they're compatible with the Rift S. So yeah, but and it, aren't just, the aren't the Cosmos controllers very touch touchy, touch like? They're, they're very yeah. They're I mean they're back there. They're basically like Oculus Touch controllers, but with tribal tattoos. Yeah. Um, so eh, I don't know. But one of the things that I'm finding out, I've not tested it on many other games, but throwing in VR, especially with Oculus headsets, has always been an absolute nightmare. It's the reason I hated budget cuts. Um, you know, I the reason my name is in the credits to Axe Throw VR is because the dev said, oh, play this for me. And I said, yeah, okay. And I got into it. And I was like, mate, I'm, I'm not even going to bother putting a video out on this. This game is unplayable. And if you release this next week saying it's compatible with Oculus, you are going to get shit canned. Because you cannot Oculus throw. In the credit. Was the problem that things wouldn't let go from your hand in time? I, I It is something to do with the way that the Oculus headset did you know, put the whole throwing movement together. Because um, I've I've seen developers comment on the Oculus controllers having some kind of built-in filter for the trigger inputs. So mm -hmm. there's actually a software like filter on it that 
adds latency and stuff. Yeah. And uh, in latency sensitive actions, it it's kind of messing things up. So um, when I was um, looking to try and find why budget cuts was just so garbage, I came across a Reddit post with the devs of budget cuts were going on about this kind of issue and what was happening and uh, what they think was the cause and sort of pointed the dev in that direction. I was like, this is probably to do with your issue. This is the same issue you're, you're having. Go read this. Hopefully it makes sense to you because it means Um, and hopefully it helps and he came back and he was just like that is exactly what I needed I honestly thought it was me Um, that's brilliant and he then said right here's a new build try that I was like mate night and day this is perfect and I I love Xro VR now I absolutely love that game played it for hours I was top 5 for quite some time I've not checked the leaderboard in a while Um, so yeah but throwing this so I was playing the game and Cold was in the chat and he basically turned around to me and was like, okay, you've missed a thing. It's on a shelf. You need to throw something at this. For five minutes, I'm trying to throw a pan up at this shelf to knock down some box or another to get, I'm assuming, a flag on. Um, and I just couldn't get it. And I was just like, I'm done. I, I can't be bothered with this anymore. It's wasting my time. Um, I, I played this back in... 2016 i think i think it was a packing title with the vibe on launch it is an old game which is why Uh, i was like i was just like yeah fine i don't care and at that point it was that was super easy like incredibly easy so this is very you know unfortunate Hmm. (laughs) i certainly don't expect them to go back and patch it like you say that being made in 2016 they probably didn't know about the whole it's a nightmare to throw with oculus and so mm. it may well just be that they've not updated it since. Um, yeah. And that's that's where I sort of left off with that. They look pretty good, but as I say, the janky controls just drove me insane. Uh, I played Shooty Fruity. That's one of those games that everybody's mm-hmm. just like, this game is awesome. And then I was like, mm. it's a wave. Oh, I'm not even everybody. I'm, I'm not everybody either. I've played it because I, I streamed it because it's live compatible. Because... If something's oh, live okay. compatible, I will stream it. You'll try it. Yeah. I'll definitely try it and it get it out really there. Nice. Um, it looks really nice. It's it polished. Looks, it's, yeah, but it's just not fun. It's, or at least I yeah, don't think so. it, It's taking on a job at a supermarket and shooting things in the process. It was fine, uh, but after like a couple of rounds, I was just like, mm, right, I know what this game is. I'm, I'm kind of done. I don't know, I don't know better, if I... It gets better later on when you get more jobs and you've got to like... Sort of food into set color trays and all this. Like you get sounds yeah. like a goddamn nightmare. I have not. That was played my this. problem. I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my main problem with the game is the simultaneous task management, shooting things and sorting groceries. My head can't cope. So uh, <laughs> it <laughs> it just stresses you out. Yeah. Everything. Well, it's like having a out. side job while playing a game. It's very, yeah. Very it's, odd. it's weird. Uh, it's why I, I bought Viscera Cleanup, and I was like, it's my Christmas holiday, I'm a cleaner for a living, why the fuck am I playing this? Like, on my play time that game off, too. I'm playing a game about cleaning. <laughs> I was just I like, I played yeah, that I'm game, not. cleaned as much as I could, and I still got, like, a bad rating, yeah. and I uninstalled it. Yeah, I, I, I was just done with like, that game. No, no, never again. Um, <laughs> but this is all a long roundabout way of me saying, yes, during this massive play session, I played The Room. 
Uh, and like I say, I <laughs> I play chunks and I ask my my device to set a timer. Um, and that was the one game that I was just like, can can I just can I just keep playing? Like I don't I don't <laughs> want to skip game now. I just want to keep playing this game. I just want to play and play and play. Like I that was the one that I had a real hard time stopping. The thing I like about the room and this is how it differs to a lot of other escape room games. Because it is essentially an escape room, isn't oh, it? Oh, totally. Yeah. But the room you're in is huge. And whereas in Escape First 2, you can walk around wherever you want, in the room, it plants you in front of something. You teleport in front of something, and it's, right, fix this thing, or work this thing out. Because otherwise, you would spend so much time wandering around the area going, what am yeah. I supposed to do for here? And so it focuses your attention on the 180 in front of you and says, mm. okay, here's a puzzle, figure it out. And they're not easy in the room. I I was having fun. Um, I, I think it possibly helps. So what with all the sales going on, and plus if you own a Nintendo Switch, there's always a sale on. Um, I actually picked up the room um the switch oh, okay. and it's not the same game no 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 the, there are the a lot of VR mechanics that built, carry over mm, but the room vr is built specifically for vr from it's the ground bespoke, up it's yeah it's a bespoke separate. vr version mm. so by playing that i i think i learned quite a few different mechanics that I've sort of carried over into the VR version. So I don't know if that made life a little bit easier for me. I never hit a spot and I was just like, fuck, what do I do now? I always knew I had somewhere else to go, where to go and what to do with it. And if not, then I actually got lucky and spotted shit. That's interesting I was because doing it. I've never played any of those games, the room games, and played the VR one first. And I was like proper head scratching in some places. Um, but after, and I streamed the whole thing and finished it actually, um, over a couple of streams, I didn't do it all in one go, but afterwards I went and bought the room on the PC because I was like, I quite like this. This is interesting puzzle. Mm. The thing the room does very well is the, where it changes your percep your size and you move around that way. I don't know if you got to that bit. I Probably only that. played about half an hour. So I, I do fully intend on going back and finishing that game yeah, it's uh, good. gt popped into the stream and it was just like have you tried this on the quest and i was like oh yeah this game's on the quest and i didn't bother with it mm-hmm. i kind of want to buy this game on the quest now yeah i'd recommend um, it i think it's great just I really just so it. i can grab the og quest throw it to the wife and be like fucking go nuts because you're gonna love this mm. no it's really good um, i really like the room and it's like you say, because you are basically just teleporting to a location, motion sickness isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. just like a set piece. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it I really, really like the room. It's where you have like the the mirror, isn't it, with the magnifying glass where you can see different things when you look through it and that sort of thing. Is that right? I never got to anything like that. You did you okay. did get like a freaking monocle where you could change. Yes, sorry, the lens. that's it. You the lens where you yeah. can change and you, and you can, can see, different see things. like Egyptian yeah. man view and shit. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's cool. I really dig that. <laughs> um I did also play um the, the, the Westworld Servios game. I've mm-hmm. got this. I've never played it. So you know my thoughts about Servios games. 
yes. and how they are essentially like VR arcade games designed to be played in 20 minutes mm-hmm. uh, and then just rinse and repeat for however long you can stand. This game seems to actually have story. Yeah, but you okay. still rinse and repeat like seven million times. So I only played chapter one. Chapter two may be completely different, but you basically start as a person outside of a building. You then have to gain access to said building, and then you go into building. Things happen, and then for whatever reason, you're no longer in building, and you have to start again going into building, and things happen, and then you start again and go into building, and things happen, and that that's basically what it is every single that's time. That's like what the show was but like. The show yeah. about living the same moment over and over again. Yeah, because the the so, show is about a theme park where robots are literally going the doing the same thing over and over again, but for the guests. The different guests come in and they live the same thing that they did the next day. It's, it's basically a, a show that you go and be part of. So that mm. kind of makes sense in context of the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah it, I played it when it first came out. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show as well, though. So. I feel like I could possibly play more. Like, as I say, all of the Servios games, just I, I own more of them than I really should do. Uh, the only other one that I've not really played much of is Raw Data. So that might be good. I imagine I that's like just going to be wave base shooter. Um, I so like yeah, I, could... I think it's one of the best wave shooters there is. One of these days, I'm going to play that with somebody. I'm not going to play it by <laughs> myself because fuck that. But I'll play it with somebody else. I'll play um, it. And yeah, I'll I'll see what that game is like. But until then, Westworld is the best Servios game I've played. Although I had more fun playing Battlewing. But that's because you guys were there. <laughs> so I had a fun time waiting for you in Battle Wake. That is not my <laughs> fault. That is Viveport. And do you know the worst thing is yeah, with Viveport? You can actually <laughs> sort <laughs> games by multiplayer. That's nice. I oh. use an external site for, for Steam to filter my multiplayer like co-op and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you can why... do that in the library in Steam nowadays. You can make your own collections based I've on those that. things. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, VR and multiplayer. If they're tagged with those, then they're in in that list. But why can I sort games by multiplayer in Viveport? Because I can't play them in multiplayer. So what's the point in having that? That's as an option? not strictly true because you have played them in multiplayer. We all played Loco Dojo, and we did that. Off Didn't of play our... that on Viveport. I played that on Viveport. I did. I did as well. Mm. Okay. There was... We did. Oh, yeah. Ball and Cold. You were playing uh, Dick Wild 2. Yeah. I played that on Viveport, and that's a room code situation, isn't it? Yes. Yes, very much. So You get, like, six characters. The multiplayer option is there. I may have been able to play that with you guys, but when we tried to play Mini Motocross... I think that was Mini Motocross. Mm. Uh, it has a very weird name, Mini Racing Moto yeah. X something. Uh, we 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 weren't able. Uh, I had no multiplayer option. Yeah, Even yeah you it's just a multiplayer had game. Matchmaking, right? <laughs> yeah, I, the, the, the section <laughs> where it was no supposed to be. Mode. I said a big empty section, and these two <laughs> were like, a... "No, it's just down there." I was like, "No, it's not. <laughs> it's not there." There, there is a Button lot of weirdness gone. in Viveport at times. Yeah, it's a bit strange. <sighs> mm. Not so, good. what did you think of Dick Wild Ball? 
Um, I mean, I for some reason my head was was in in like, oh, this is some kind of RPG action thing. No, it's just a straight. I I didn't. I I just saw it was co-op and shooting. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be fine. You so don't it's, watch it's my way streams. more like what? You don't watch my streams. <laughs> well, not all of them. I it, like some of them are while I'm working, and that's you know complicated. It's fine. I guess um, you know you join like there are, two hours there are after videos I start on to demand skip the afterwards. technical issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, actually, that, be, that sorry, right. before you said that, I was chatting with someone. Else, it was cold actually, and he was saying the minute that he gets the notification that Docker's gone live, he will stop whatever he's doing and go and watch to watch the technical difficulties. It's just like, I, this is the best bit. I have to watch all of this. The worst part is this week I was like, oh yes, if you came for technical issues, there are none. I'm sorry, but I'm live and everything is working fine. And then like 10 minutes in, he's like, no game audio. I was like, <laughs> I missed one. I missed one. Damn it! Um, I've basically abandoned using the headset, microphone, and audio. I'm just going to use the Wuja all the time now to take my audio. It's the just only way I can keep things consistent. So whatever works for you, man. Back to Sorry, Bold. You were saying Dick Wild. Yeah, Dick. Dick. Yeah, the Wild Dick. Um, that that was a uh, fun game, to be honest. It's way similar to... So it's a... Uh, I'm not even sure I'm going to call it wave-based because it's more level-based. Uh, but it's Is very much like... An on-rails shooter. Yeah, an on-rails shooter like uh, Serious Sam The Lost Hope. Mm. Um, I need to play Not that. as juicy environments as in Serious Sam, but it's you're on a raft, you're going through a, a canal or mines. There's a few different environments and you're shooting stuff. Uh, mostly animals. Uh, you're a redneck. Yeah. I mean, you're and you're shooting stuff, so it won't hit the raft. Yeah, and it has progress, uh, like or uh, unlocks like new weapons and stuff. And you play every level like separately, like a roguelite kind of. That you buy the upgrades every round, but it's not really a roguelite. It's just you know a mechanic. But yeah, it was pretty fun, at least in co-op. Um, you can, you know, uh, arrange to buy different types of weapons to be able to do different, uh, ah, so you can be like, pretty much you, shooting near field or far you away. Take shotgun and I'll, yeah. Yeah. The only problem you having was cold was kept spending all the money healing himself so you couldn't buy anything. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, heal me. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had shared uh, healthcare costs, which uh, was kind of annoying. Uh, but yeah, when you buy the stuff, it, it applies to both people. And it's slightly buggy because when you buy a health upgrade, it only shows for you, but the other person also gets it apparently. So it's it's not Sounds perfect, funny. but as soon as you figure that out, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, we did the whole first world, I think, with on nightmare, the hardest difficulty, and we cleared everything, including the final boss. Um, and there's the two more worlds. Bosses? Sorry, you're saying you like shooting animals. Yeah, what, boss. What well, the, the boss is a big wooden beaver in the first level. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Bull slayed the beaver. Yes. I can't think of any family thing that's not funny to say. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all based on animals and stuff. Uh, I look forward to continuing it. Um, I bought it a long time ago. 
but that's because I buy co-op games really quickly, and then mm. I wait for other people to finally trickle in and buying them as well. Um, and in this case, that finally happened. So, um, but yeah, I I I, I want to play that again. Uh, that could have changed really because I uh, I could I played it on day release as well and did it all in single player because that no hmm. in co-op. Many people can play co-op. I think it's just two, right? Yeah, I was going to say, surely it's just two folk on the raft, right? It's just two, is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the case. The whole interface is based on two sides. So yeah. I, I would yeah. be highly skeptical that it's more than two people. A second yeah. raft that, would be pretty cool. Interesting. That's something that me and Bob were talking about the other day. We were looking on Steam for, like, how many players can this game have? And none of them really have that. It's like, yeah, it's multiplayer. It's like, how many? And you really have to search to try and find the Yeah, you have to like, it is. read descriptions and stuff, right? Yeah, it's entirely up to the developer to mention it in the description. Yeah. It's um, really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be too complicated if they added it as store metadata. Mm-hmm. Because but what different games tag? have... Like, well, they can have, you know, we will tags, then people... You can add any tag you want. So you can add, you know, two versus two or four-player co-op as tags. Um... But as official metadata, it would be too, I think, wide, wide of a of a spectrum because you can have in a single game you can have multiple game modes that supports with the multiple numbers of players and even different levels that support different numbers of players. So it can be. I think they just saw it as becoming too complicated and never implemented anything like official to to show how many you can play. It's just quite annoying, but mm. that's that's how it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's like we we spend a lot of time going. Is this four players? It's like shit. No, we'll have to do something else. But like, when we're trying to find stuff <laughs> yeah. for game night, <laughs> or or if it's like you need more than four, then we'll rope in a couple of friends and see if we can get them to come in as well. Um, but yeah, it's always like, oh no, this one's only three, and it's like who's going to be ill this week? Um, so <laughs> who's going to be stuck somewhere else? Which we've done a few times, um, but it's fine. I've played some stuff this week. I've actually got a list of things for a change because I, I, I know I've been a bit light on stuff that I've been doing recently. Um, so I got my new camera, my new lights, and everything. So I was oh, let's do mixed reality stream. So I, you know, I did a bit of Beat Saber, a bit of Pistol Whip, and then went into Tarzan VR. So did Pistol Whip get an update recently? Yes. I can I can talk about that as well if you want because I played it literally an hour and a half ago. Um, oh, nice! So I, yeah, they they seem Mr. to Whip creep has out now twenty eighty nine, which is a free campaign that they've added. So it's got a futuristic story. Um, it's five new levels, so five new tracks, and they all link together as a story. And it's the same, you know. You go through. We have different. Um, enemies so you don't have the standard ones they've got like robotic enemies in these ones um same style and that sort of thing there's you know Mm. tracks are really good stuff is really good there is also a boss which is a giant flying you know the eight hunter killers from terminator that fly in that you see in the like future world i don't know if anyone knows about those basically there's these big ships that fly they look a bit like the pelican from halo Halo? Yes. Um, <laughs> they look a lot like the Pelican. And basically, it's one of those that has three guns and they are like rapid fire. It's a bullet hell thing. You have to really dodge out the way of that sort of thing. And you shoot 
the two sides. Uh, it's like got spheres on it that are like weak points. So you have to shoot one gun, shoot another gun, then shoot the one in the middle. And it comes back and back towards the end of the level. So you have to get through it a few times. But it's your standard pistol whip, shoot on time. They've got some new sci-fi weapons in there, which is good. One of the weapons is a burst fire of four shots. And you just hold the trigger down and you move the gun in the row of the people and it will take all of them out as you go through. It's really satisfying. Um, so I really liked it. It's really good. But having the burst fire on the weapon and you literally just point and move it across and then it takes out all four was like, yeah, I can get used to this. This is fun. Uh, but I really liked it. But I, you know me, I really like Pistol Whip anyway. I always have done. Um, I'm nowhere near as good as I used to be because in lockdown I've been a lazy sod and sat on my ass most of the time because that's what most people have done and it's terrible. Um, but it's good. Really do like the new Pistol Whip added edition of 2089. It's really good. It's and yeah, how, how different is it? Story. How different is it? It's exactly the same style. Yeah, from the normal levels. Like the the style is the same. They added the story elements, right? As you mentioned. Yes, they've added the story elements, and that's it. The story elements are more. You start one, you get like a big screen in front of you that you're looking through, and you see like a cartoon, like a comic book panel of the story, and there's a voiceover, and yeah, and then that leads into the next one. You get a voice coming in your ear when you're doing the level to explain different things and that sort of thing. Um, but it is literally just shoot stuff as per usual. The gameplay loop is exactly the same. Um, mm. But the enemies are different. I actually want to try this one because it's going to be quite... It makes you move. It? Yeah, it's quite... Yeah, it's, it's very 80s in the music style. I, yeah, um, I just um, mentally just noped it. out of this entire thing when you were describing it. You, you have to move. There is a lot of pillars and posts. And there's even one section where pillars are slamming down in front of you and you have to move out the way of them as they're coming in. It's really good. I, I really liked it. But as I said, I'm I'm a huge Pistol Whip fan. I think it's one of the best games in VR there is. Um, I when, love it. I can't be bothered to beat Saber. I will think, all right, I'll put on Pistol Whip because Book loves this game. And every time I come out of it, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't. I don't love this game. I don't yeah, know. Which is fine. Just... Which is fine. I it's completely not understand people like. I would it rather. I will tell you this. I would rather play Audica. I can. I would get that. I like Audica. I don't think Audica gets enough mentions, and I don't think I've gets... warmed to Audica because you weren't going at first. You didn't like it at all. You were like, nope, no, I, nope, 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 not going to enjoy that at all. I, I really like Audica. I don't think it gets enough love. But you I, lied I to really me. Well, do. you didn't lie to me. You misinformed me. How how did so I So you said that me? by having your arms stretched out in front of you gets you a larger score. And I was just like, my arms are gonna be dead after two levels. That is no sure good to me. That's true. It's not true. It's well, not true. It I just have really value for form. It really yeah. helps you aim. But I my scores are never really benefited from like I can still get decent scores regardless as to whether I've got my arms out in front of me or not. So mm. I was just like, eh, I'm fine. I, I kinda like it. I would be interested to see your form score then compared to... I don't to... even know what that means. So when you, when you play Audica, you, there's two ways you get... Well, there's three ways that you actually score points. One is on target, one is on time, and one is your form. And it tells yeah, you what the... It tell, and your form is how far away you're holding, your, how outstretched your arm is, if your arm is straight or not, apparently. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd be I'd be interested to see what your I can play without it basically, and I'm but fine again, you don't have to play with it, but it's just it's interesting. I do like that. I do like order yeah. as well. So but you no, did the new, the new pistol whip campaign. Update. Really, really like it. I think it's great. the The final boss dodging what's essentially a minigun firing at you is great, and also the shots. So you know the bullets know. in pistol whip are literally like a firework. They look like with a red cone and a white bullet. These have more animation to them. They've got swirls around them and stuff, and they look like more like energy weapons. There's also one level where you don't have any bullets. It's pure. Smacking and dodging. That's a um, game mode, isn't it? Like you can that, start that's, that mods. That's a that modifier. Like sort of old, that's a didn't modifier. Didn't do like the old bite. The one that was seemed really like very um, inspired by old boy. That that was very much a that, big section where you just mm-hmm. did a lot of smacking. Wasn't yes, it? you can shoot them as well though. On that, it's entirely up to you how you want to do it. But in this particular level, you don't have any bullets. Yeah, I think your character is like escaping from somewhere where he was held and you don't have any bits but you still have your a gun so you're literally dodging turrets that are shooting at you and things that are shooting and then hitting people who are getting in the way to get past um yeah it's good it's really good nice sorry i, I interrupted you talking about tarzan no yes no I, I tried um tarzan vr now I've been quite looking forward to Tarzan VR. I saw the trailers and everything, and it was all mixed reality, and I was like, oh, 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 this is good, good mixed reality, I can do this. And it's an odd one. It's... <laughs> I can see what they're trying to do. So all of the sound effects in the game, as in when you hear Tarzan speaking or Jane speaking or whatever, are taken from the old Johnny Weissmuller Tarzan films, which were black and white films. I can't remember when, 60s or maybe earlier than that, actually. Um, so Johnny Weissmuller was a Olympic swimmer or diver, I think, and basically looked like Tarzan, so we got the part of Tarzan in the films. So all the recordings sound crackly and old because they are from something that's crackly and old. Um, I was getting a horrendous frame rate playing it um, to the point where I sent those details to the devs and was like dude I'm getting 30 frames a second now that could be because I'm running live at the same time but the game itself optimization needs to be done it it does feel that way definitely Um, because it's from the same team that I think made um, Legion the Exorcist game I think okay they should yeah. know what they're doing then. Well, Unless, yeah, like, have you tried it without live to see what you get? I have tried it without live. I got a slightly better frame rate, but not much. Um, that's them. That's down um, to optimization then, sure. That's what I think. But it's so it, it it's a very odd game. It also does this thing that I noticed in virtual reality. So sometimes when I'm doing my mixed reality stuff, I can flick between what I see being the screen and whatever the people see and what I see. Now there's a there's a start bit where it. For me, it's black, right? And then something pops up in front of me and then it's and then that fades away and I'm in the game. If you looked at it in the mixed reality stream, a massive black square appeared in front of me, which was larger than my peripheral vision, right? Or at least the, the um, FOV of the headset. And then when I turned my head, the whole panel moved with me. So it was stopping me from seeing, but everyone else could see this. Um, 
And that's a development choice. That's fine. Because if you're, you know, then maybe they're not expecting it, too many people to stream. It's a fairly common mechanism it for, is. like, uh, heads-up effects and stuff. I'm it sure does, it is. It becomes incredibly apparent in mixed reality. That's the problem. Is In mixed reality, it's kind of like, oh, that looks a bit rough. Um, you can climb up lots of stuff as Tarzan. Tarzan is also unfeasonably strong. It's ridiculous. So you, you can fight people as well. So there's there's proper you know fighting and that sort of thing. And it's a bit janky. But I did discover you can grab someone and throw them. And you can literally throw someone like 500 metres into the air. And I was betting myself with laughter while I was doing this because it was absolutely ridiculous. I did try to rip someone in half. That didn't work. I couldn't do that as Tarzan, unfortunately. And then the other thing that Tarzan has is... Oh, he has a, the talking gorillas. Oh, yeah. Turn up, you know, that was turn up Tarzan. and... Tarzan, you must come and help Babu fight so-and-so. Jane is here. Okay, mate. Look, let's, let's follow around. Sure. So the other thing you would expect with Tarzan is swinging through the trees. Yeah? And vines and that sort of thing. It's no windlands. Um... <laughs> You walk up to the edge and you can see the vines. And I was expecting to have to run and jump and cat and grab the vine, yeah? No, no, no. You just grab and the vine magically comes to your hand and then you just swing, let go, and then grab another one and it just magically comes to your hand. And it's it's fine. It it does what it wants to do. The being able to pick people up and throw them was hilarious. I, 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 I was literally you know, giggling like a schoolgirl doing it because I thought that was just so funny to the point where I'm trying to work out how far I could throw someone. Like, it's like, how far can I get? <laughs> there was another thing. I did have a bug while I was playing it. So there was a boss. Um, and what I actually ended up doing with the boss is I grabbed him and then just threw him off a waterfall. There's a massive cliff on my side. But while you're fighting the boss, you've got this music in your bum, 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 that keeps going. And you're like, okay. So I threw him off thinking, oh, he'll be dead now because he's fallen 400 feet down there. No. So for the rest of the game, all I can hear is bum, 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 with the top boss <laughs> music in my ear. And the next section I went to, there's like a, a 20-foot-high gorilla who's trying to tell you something. And I'm like... I can't hear a word you're saying, love. Sorry. But this, um, this is early access, right? I don't think it is. I, I honestly don't think it is. Oh, so it's not the full game, right? They're going to release more episodes? Yeah, and I imagine they could release... One wasn't it? I don't think it is. It, yeah, they've actually they released release... two. Hmm. Um, so there's two books. There is a third coming. I've actually owned both of them. I've only played the first one. Um, oh, I think it crashed out on me as well at one point, and I had to start again. Um, there are giant spiders, which I was not aware of the first time I played it. Um, but it's all, it's very like I, comic book I, style. It, it's got the same sort of drawing style as Thirteen, so cell shaded animations. But I was not a fan of that in VR, are you? Uh, it depends on how they make the the detail texture. It's it looked fine. It looked pretty. It looked nice. You can you can swim through the ocean. There's one section where you have to literally dive off of a massive platform and land into a pond. And then to swim, it's literally grab and pull yourself through the environment like you're doing climbing and that sort of thing. I was I was quite harsh on it um, on stream. Um, it sounds and looking, like rightly so. 
I don't know. I need to go back, and I need to go back without Liv just to see if it runs okay. Um, I think with this game, what what got me with it is the release. Obviously, the, the announcement trailer. I was like, oh, this this looks like it'd be good. Tarzan in VR. Yeah. And then the more trailers they released it came uh, towards its release. I was like. I really don't want to play this. Like, <laughs> the trailers are starting to ruin it. I was like, stop releasing more footage because it just makes me not want to play it. Mm. I have the second I... book to play. Um, so I'm you finished rushing. the first one? Oh, yeah. Okay. It yeah, crashed, yeah, you went it's... back, you finished it. Uh, yeah, I did all in the same stream. I went back. I think it okay. took like an hour to get through the first book. It's not long. Hmm. Yeah. I signed up to the mailing list because I was like, oh yeah, this looks dope. And then, yeah. like you say, the more and when they released that mixed reality trailer, and I was just like, this this is what I look like playing Winlands, wasn't it? This is this is terrible. I can't <laughs> I can't watch this. This is absolutely shocking. See that and that mixed then, reality trailer was the thing that made me go, Yeah, I need this. <laughs> yeah, but you saw that because you wanted to play mixed reality. I know. It's fine. No, and it was it, also really fakey where yes. like there were Flying and stuff. Yes, they were literally the hanging the off of something in the air, yeah. weren't they? Doing it. It it wasn't like, great. So no. yeah, like Paul, I was. By the time it came out, I was just like, oh yeah, Tarzan's out. I would um, not anyway. recommend anyone goes and buys. <laughs> yeah. I I wouldn't recommend it to someone, but I do want to go and do the second book to see if there's any differences for or science. You to. must do yes. this. I think. A lot of people want to see me go back and do it as well because it was just like, what the fuck is this all the way through? It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have I done? Oh, RDS. Russian drift thing. Um, that's a load of bollocks because you can't even set up your wheel to work with that. So as soon as I that... boot it up, got everything working. It's like, brilliant. How do I set up my wheel? Oh, you can't use a steering wheel for this driving game. Okay, I'm out. See ya. That's that all I can game... say on RDS. That was quick. That it was it. ruined, absolutely ruined a video that I'd been planning on making for nine <laughs> months. Um, of course. I was like, I was going to, so I, I had for <laughs> Christmas last year, my wife bought me a drifting experience. So the idea was that I was going to do a before and after to see if I learned anything while I was at this drifting experience. And I sat down and for two hours... I tried to get that Russian drifting simulator thing running. Unlike you, I was like, why the shit does my steering wheel not work? Then I went into it and realized that I had to remap every single button to get the steering wheel working. So I went in and I remapped every single button. And then I sat down in the seat and slapped on the headset and I was miles away from the car. So I start cycling through all of the viewpoints, trying to get to the viewpoint no. where I'm first person in the car. And it turns out the first one I was in was the first person view for the car, and I needed to reset the seated position. So I pressed the button on my map to reset the VR seating position, and nothing changed, which is why I didn't know I was in the view. And it turns out that remapping that button does nothing. And I had to get up and go over to my keyboard... So, bearing in mind, I'm sat here at my keyboard. <laughs> Back where that chair is is where the VR headset is. I need to get up and press the button to reset the seating position. <laughs> <laughs> While having your headset in exactly the same position your head is going to be. Yeah, like, I, I couldn't get the thing right. So, after, like, two hours of that, I was just like, I don't know, maybe I can come back and try another day and just fake this. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, 
so there's that game and there's another game called Furry Dashy Drift. Oh, yes. And I owned that game and played that before and then it popped up one day that it was a VR game and I played that in VR and I had a great time, but I didn't have a steering wheel. I was using a gamepad. So when I played that, it was dead easy to do in the gamepad. It worked fantastically. But then I went to... I fired up Furry Dashy Drift as a plan B so this Russian drifting simulator didn't work. And then I was like... This game is the exact same game. Like, it is yes. identical. It's the exact same game. And also, I had to remap every single button on the steering wheel. And I was like, oh, my... Cr- I, I, I can't do this. So I remapped all the buttons on the steering wheel, and then this one didn't have an option to recenter the HMD. So I was like, oh, balls. Right, I'll go back to the Russian Drift Simulator. Load it up. It's like, enter your name. I'm like... I, I've done this already. Fine, Dr. Oculus. Settings, steering wheel loft, all the maps. I was like, oh my god. This is what... To, so it was like two hours and I got no footage at all of me actually playing this game. I think I've got an intro where I was like, we're going to play this and then just nothing. <laughs> like, it just didn't work. I absolutely hate that. And I refunded it. That was the first time I've just like rage refunded a game on Steam. I did exactly it's- the same. It's horrible. Why didn't you listen to me when I told you it was so bad? Maybe I didn't I, tell you. I don't. You told me afterwards. <laughs> it's yeah. It's just so 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 terribly bad. It's terrible. Because I actually bought the Fury Dash one as well to see if that was any better, and then realised that okay. the same, the same it's game. the same game. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. the same. The engine, the text, everything, all the menus are exactly the cars, the, same. the levels, and I'm like everything is the same. I, I honestly thought I bought the same game twice. I was like, what? Mm. hang on. I was like, no, no, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do have one saving grace out of everything that I've played this week and over the last two weeks, which was Unnightly. Has anyone heard of Unnightly? I've never heard of this game. Mm. Sounds familiar, but I don't really know what it is. I'm going Ball to guess that Bol owns this but has not played it. <laughs> um, no, I actually don't. Bloody hell. You don't own this? No. Hmm. So You've been I bought Ill, this in a, a stealth bundle that was in the sale. Oh, there we go. The I stealth. don't do stealth games. <laughs> no, I, I do, but I also don't. Um, but one of my games from when I was younger that I really enjoyed was Thief, The Dark Project. Which, do any of you guys remember that one? Yep. I'm aware well, of Thief. Has... I've played a couple of them, I think. The original if, Thief if game you're... was really good. That was Isn't a PlayStation the... game, right? Yeah, PC. No PC. Uh, the original one was but PC. Yeah. There was a remake for the PlayStation. We don't talk about. Ah, okay. That. Um, yeah, I, I had very negative. Yes, it was thoughts. terrible. No, the original Thief: The Dark Project is much loved from Looking Glass Studios, and basically you play a character called Garrett, who is a master thief, and you have different types of arrows that do like you've got water arrows where you can put lights out, and there is a system where you are shown. You know, you have a crystal in front of you that shows whether you're in view or not, and so if you're hidden or if you're lit and that sort of thing. This game, Unlikely, has exactly the same mechanisms, and it's basically Thief the Dark Project in VR. It has to the point where you have a crystal in your HUD that basically it lights up the more in light you are. Um, you have different arrows, and you have arrows that can put lights out, put, so put flames out, the water arrows. You have, what was the other one? There was a couple of others. You have just normal arrows that you can kill people with, and there was another one that I can't remember. 
Shit. What was it? I can't remember. Anyway, you've got three different types of arrows, and they all do different things to help you to get through things. You also have what is essentially an assassin's blade gauntlet, where you grip and a blade shoots out, and you creep up behind people and stab them with that. But it's all about creeping around and pickpocketing people, and you're given a mission to do every time. You can climb as well up the walls and stuff, so you can, you know, all different things. But you can't climb every surface. There's only certain surfaces you can climb on. Um, Makes sense. Really, really liked it. It's as a stealth game. I really liked it. Um, you can like you know throw something. Oh, noise arrows. That's the other one you mean. So you throw, you shoot an arrow, and it makes a noise, and the guards go, "Oh, what's this?" And then they go over that way. So the idea of these games, a lot of the time, much like Dishonored, had the same sort of thing. It's like, can I do the entire level without being seen or killing anyone? Um, no, is the short answer. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's possible, but not by me. I, that's the way I play most games. Yeah. Uh, so it actually, I bought it in a bundle on the Steam sale, which came with Budget Cuts 2 and um, Espire 1. <laughs> so hey. we might go back and try Espire 1 again after because it's all been patched now. But the whole bundle was I like bought Aspire. 13 quid. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure I did. But yeah, that's but that's um, what I've been playing over the last few weeks. Yeah, that's it, really. Not much more for me. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Esper. Esper 1, yeah, I do own that, but mm. yeah. No. What about you, Bo? What have you been up to? Apart from trying to get uh, mo- better. Most, mostly stress. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I did another co-op game, of course, um, because that's what I do uh, with my trusty co-op cohort criminal bastard, Mr. Coldman. Um, <laughs> Mr. Cold. We played Robodoo, which is a uh, puzzle, collaborative puzzle game. It feels like Portal, but with no portals. Uh, <laughs> so you are two robots. And uh, there's buttons and there's energy cores and there's slots to put those cores in. They have different colors. You need to match the colors. And you can climb on active surfaces. And is there a jump? Yeah, there's jumping if you use your hands, Mm -hmm. like in Climby. Uh, Which there are some tricky jumps and there's some tricky throwing. And... um, (laughs) Something we did discover was that the binding for throwing was completely off. So you had to release before the end of the movement of your hand. Oh. And was, this was driving us insane. Um, but I figured out that you could just switch the binding to the right event in the SteamVR bindings. And then it was perfectly fine. It turns out after Cold submitted some feedback to the develop- developers, they don't actually own an Index headset or Knuckles, but they provided bindings, uh, thinking they would work. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was fixable, which made it a 200 times better experience. And uh, they're working on a big patch to fix like a number of the things we found that were kind of broken. Um, but it, it is an interesting puzzle game, and it has various mechanics, and uh, uh, puzzles are tricky. Um, <coughs> uh, 
sorry not covid sorry um wait you're sorry uh, that it's not covid don't be sorry no i'm just informing in between the stories (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so this this robo do is a robo do not or did you actually end up liking once you fixed it i want to play more of it uh we did get stuck on a really hard level at the end of it that's like super vertical and there's laser everywhere and dangerous grids that can you know kill you and you need to hold switches down and do all kinds of stuff um so i'm not sure if it it's always that hard after this but we did enjoy the time up to that point anyway and i think they're gonna make that one a bit easier because that's a level many has complained about uh being too hard uh but we'll wait for the next big update before we play it again i guess that's the beauty of uh I don't think it's early access. I am, I'm not sure if it's early access, but the internet and game updates that things can be patched. <laughs> mm. um, things need to be patched at times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it did perform well. Uh, I didn't have any performance issues or anything. So, uh, yeah, if you like co-op puzzling, Robodo is a thing. Might want to wait for the update, though, before you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, as Oculus users... Well, we're probably going to hate it because we can't throw in Oculus, but um, <laughs> other than that, it sounds like it could potentially yeah. be okay. Yeah, I mean, it is a puzzle co-op game, which I can't say there's too many of. Most puzzle games I've played are solo. Um, so that feels like a somewhat unique aspect of it. And the levels are like bespoke levels for two players. Like they're literally made for two players. You can't beat them alone is i was gonna say is there like a single player in a bot option or is it two people or none i never ran i think there's a single player mode which might be entirely different levels but i haven't Mm. tried it myself yet so i can't say for sure how it how it behaves Uh, (laughs) it is fairly ambitious it's like you know in 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 portal the what i referenced at the start they have unique two-player levels and single player levels yeah. Like, yeah. if you want to do compelling puzzles, I think that's almost mandatory. Unless the, yeah. the puzzles are super open-ended. Um, I, yeah. I watched you yeah. play it. I'm not in a rush to buy it, but I do I do understand. <laughs> like, I like a good puzzle game as well. So You, you might have, like, seen all the suffering we had with throwing and, and stuff. I mean, that I improved... Did. So, I, I, I mean, that didn't give a good impression. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched you puzzle I, the, the throwing when, section I now. think it was when, when Cold was trying to throw it over the gap and he kept like trying to run and get halfway across before he let go and all this, and nothing was, was working. Yes. But I just blamed him in his girly wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that probably played a role of it in the two. Thirteen just reminded me about how you carried things. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, but yeah, you can you can attach things to your body to not have to hold them in your hands, and you can put them anywhere to represent anything you want. So that that's <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah. Again, it's it's a fairly unique uh, concept or not concept, but offering being a two-player puzzle game like this. Mm. I mean, the escape rooms are probably the closest thing we have to that so far. Otherwise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. You're a puzzle yeah. guy, aren't you? I do like puzzles. For there's one good reason for that. 
for me, that's because when I do puzzles, my mind become preoccupied, even like subconsciously. Mm. So my brain just completely forgets it's in VR. So the only times I've had, you know, the the presence, the time where your reptile brain is like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. That has only ever been in puzzle games because I get get distracted enough by the problem at hand that my like it feels like I am in a different place. And uh, the prime example was when I played Colorize, which is a puzzle game, and the whole puzzle, like the every level is on a platform. It's super abstract, smooth surfaces, flat colors and stuff, but good lighting. And I was considering this puzzle and I was losing my balance. And behind me is it just a void, it, like nothing. And my brain told me, you're going to fall to your death. You're going <laughs> to die. I was always and, angry they uh, didn't put Chroma Gun into VR. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's uh, kind of portalish, but you've got a gun that basically shoots like... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't Chroma Gun go on a VR in PlayStation? It, I, I don't know. If it did, I will buy that shit straight away because I dug that game. Um, I, would I, like... I was annoyed that it didn't Sorry. go VR. Do you remember, has anyone seen Antichamber? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Chrome, it rings did go. I Chrome played go, that on release Chrome night. Chromogun did go to PSVR. <laughs> I'd, I'd anyone, love to see Antichamber in VR. Anyone that who would... saw Total Biscuits interview with the developer would be like excited about that game. And uh, I think he said the person who made the game, a single person, which of course, you know, made a game, got rich and never made a game again because, you know, that's hard. You have that previous success weighing down on you. Mm. Uh, he said that just the coverage from YouTubers was immense. Like, I played it. It, it brings so much attention. It's one of my favorite games, uh, Anti Chamber. But I'm, again, I'm not sure. Really could use VR. Question is, would it? Because it's almost entirely white. It's going to be super confusing. I mean, that's kind of the point, True. but even more. But that's the, yeah, that's the game. And just because it uses like non-Euclidean spaces, doesn't it? It uses all the weird, this isn't what you think it is. That corridor is not actually a corridor it, and things like that. I think in VR, it'd be a real trip. Especially if you use room scale. Yeah, I'm not. You move through big spaces, so I think room scale mm. is kind of ruled out. You yeah. would have to have some artificial locomotion to support that, unless yeah. you make a new game. Yeah, uh, I just feel I, that I, it I would be, it be a really. I think it'd be a really interesting experience in VR to play antichamber. Mm. Maybe you can vortex it. Oh, you absolutely could. I think I had the intention of doing it. I maybe even did it. Um, when I played it, I absolutely loved it. Like I say, it looks like it could potentially benefit. Because mm. um, they do, in like the Doom-style kind of corridors, they, they do sort of make it look as if you can't see mm. where the world ends as such. So, I mm. don't know. But it, yeah, that, that was a dope game. It's apparently, yeah, it's seven years old. Nearly eight. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, we're, we're running UDK. <laughs> so, uh, it's one of the only games 
I've stayed up on to play on Steam. Like, or the at least the first one, I think, stayed up for the Steam release. That that hadn't happened before for me. Wow. You, so you waited. Yeah, I've well, not, not on, on Steam. The PC, I don't think. I've become old but, and boring. I mean, Antichamber was a special special cookie. It's true. I've done the go to game you know game store at midnight for a release to pick something up. I've done that. I mean, I did that for Halo effect, Three, but that's I because that. I was working at <laughs> where was I working? I was working at Crednil, um, and it was like. You just want to go out and see if we can get a copy of Halo 3. It's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so that's it. We just down tools, left the kitchen, just walked out, left all the chemical working. But oh yeah, we're going for our dinner break. We'll we'll be back in a bit. Just buggered off into Hereford and just bought Halo 3. <laughs> I remember going and buying my the first Nintendo DS at the midnight launch, getting it home, and then realizing I can't play it because I need to charge it for eight hours before I can do it. So there was no point in picking it up at midnight. <laughs> Who the fuck goes and buy like were you stood there next to an eight year old and his mom? Like, oh, no, he gets I, a DS I, at midnight. I did. It was midnight yeah, launch. It was game used who, to do that for everything, didn't they? They used to do midnight launches, you know. I don't know. COD had come out, you can go and buy the game in the store. You could pre order it and then go and queue up to get it. It basically is what it was. But yeah, midnight launch. No, I loved my DS, the original DS. I thought it was great. That was a revelation, that little thing. Posted yeah, on like August the 5th, 2013. This is a game that was made by a crazy person. Do you want to become a crazy person? Play this. It's insanity in game form. It will break your mind. Enjoy or suffer for eternity. What's that? That is Kinda bold review this. of Antichamber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should have got you to read that. Now. Yeah, it, it, it's August the 5th, 2013. There are many <sighs> things on Steam where I'm like, oh, what's this? And within 10 minutes, oh, what's this? There is like the first post about it is bold. Always. They need to fix this, this, this. Why have you not done that? This does not work. But there's all these different things as it goes through. And it's like, that's my boy. That's <laughs> whenever you see it. At the end of the podcast, when Ball says, I'm everywhere, just look up Ball 7708. Seriously, do it. Because oh, you yeah. find shit like this. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found I mean, a random kind photography of forum. <laughs> that has to be late at night. And, uh, of course, if I read it myself, I will like, oh, I should edit this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Ball, you're not allowed to put another review on Steam ever again. You've written <laughs> 69 <laughs> reviews. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thing is, oh, that's sixty-nine dear. out of one thousand eight hundred and fifteen products in his account. He's got how many games in his library? One thousand eight hundred and fifteen. <laughs> this is normal, guys. This, is, yeah, sure. This is Don't normal. Worry. It's I fine. don't know that this many in mine. I think I've got like 400 or something in my library. I don't know. I, I've i recently gone on a bit of a binge, like redeeming codes that I've got in bundles. I think I may be about four and a half, 500 games. Oh, hang on. Does that include your library? You've got 462, Dark. 
My one has, oh, oh dear, 753. Okay, there you go. That's that's quite a lot. Yeah, uh, you should strangely... be ashamed wasting all that money, man. <laughs> it's not wasting it's all good, I'm enjoying it's all myself. Fine. <laughs> I do have a lot of stuff in my library, though, that I've, like, I've, I've never done. I have Dai Katana. How the fuck do I have Dai Katana in my you library? Because you bought that Square Enix collection. Ah, and yes. That... In fact, didn't we all buy that Square Enix collection? No. That came through? And I bought I looked at one look at that, and I was like... that. That's just going to be um, Just Cause, Final Fantasy, and a bunch of other crap I don't want. And I already own Just Cause, so no, I'm not touching it. Oh, and okay. Tomb Raider. Didn't it also have uh, Deus Ex in there as well? Yeah. Uh, Probably. Yeah. And, the and I already own most Tomb of the games. good ones. Yeah, yeah. So like, I didn't realise there was so many spin-offs from Tomb Raider, like Lara Croft and all this. Yeah. You go through your list like, what the... There's, this much mm. Tomb Raider stuff now? Yeah, quite a lot. There's a, and there's there is a, a VR. They've, there is a VR Tomb Raider bit, isn't there? They've added a... Well, did, wasn't it like an afterthought awful. to yeah. Tomb Raider You can go and remake look at one. Croft Manor or something, wasn't it? Go to Croft Manor, yeah, but it was like... Apparently can you karate chop the butler? There is no butler. I've actually done it. There's no I point. had it on the there's PlayStation no VR before I had my Vive. And yeah, there's no yeah, point. It was, it was rubbish. If you can't lock the butler in a fridge, there is no point. <laughs> is that just your rule for life? Or is that just... Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you, you'd need to be able to lock the butler in a fridge. Have you seen Clue? Uh, I have not. Okay, have you I? need to watch the no. film Clue. I watched um, the other one, the, the, the Knives Out. You didn't like Knives Out that much, did you? You thought it was I didn't okay. hate it, but I didn't like care like you did. Okay. We've gone way off topic now. We're talking about I was gonna say stuff. anyway. Um, yeah, sorry, it's not that I was well, gonna start I've talking about trying... the Mandalorian and it was like, no, don't that either. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been trying like mad to steer you towards saying that you've prayed played uh, fucking uh, Gravity Lab. Do you know about Gravity Lab? I do, yes. I actually played Gravity Lab a while ago now. Um, the devs... I, I ended up winning a key because I was the only person that entered. <laughs> um, so I got Gravity Lab. Um, and I played it a long time ago, way before they released it, and it was very unoptimized and a little bit janky, and I still really mm-hmm. dug it. What is Gravity Lab? I don't know. It's a oh. uh, physics-based... Uh, puzzler, problem solver, tweaking game. You place all. Ki- you're supposed to get balls of one kind into a bucket, and you can place all kinds of objects. Think gadgeteer. Okay. But, but in space, projectile balls in space. Gadgeteer in space. So you're kind of like <laughs> yeah. moving platforms around to bounce them off of there and into another place to get them to another. Place. Oh, okay, fine, and. I take it gravity plays into this in different ways. You can switch gravity or turn off gravity for the balls or the things. Yeah. And there's interesting logical circuits where you can turn things on and off on timers and stuff. Uh, It has kind of a programmer appeal, I guess. But it's not that... It's not not a a Zachatron game or whatever it's called. It's not... not, uh, 
program a drug. I don't even know but, what that means. Uh, you know, the crap, the names, the uh, Opus Magnum. Uh, Ooh, that's a really games. interesting game, that is. That's... Those are open-ended. You get the mm. final state you're supposed to reach, and you do whatever you want to get there. And Gravity Lab is, is in that genre, I would say, because you can play... Most of the time, you have infinite of something, so you could play, pretty much fill the room with it. Um, but so you, you're often... This game, I published a video on my birthday in 2018. Yeah, I think it came out even 2016, and it's been, you know, updated ever since. Yeah. Um, well, they went for 1.0, like, this year, didn't they? I I'm honestly sure they... don't know, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, no, they I, had I... a quest release. That was what it was. They had a quest release this year. Right, um, yeah, yeah. So... I, I tried my best. Yeah, I tried my best to play it in, in mixed reality, but uh, it just showed black. There was nothing. I couldn't fix it. I reported that, and they would look at it, but uh, I couldn't. I couldn't do that anyway. But uh, yeah, I I kind of almost cleared it in one go, but missed out on three levels that were too hard. So I guess I need to revisit. Yeah, you do. Uh, but I, I did. Your community <laughs> did. challenge. I know it's it's it's, it's problematic. Uh, I <laughs> never considered what would happen if I didn't beat a game, but I was just too exhausted. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you a pass. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, something to point out is that if you have an index and want to play this game, it's a bit messy. So at the start, do not pick the push to activate interaction option do the trigger to activate because otherwise you can't press a single button in the whole game which is problematic <laughs> because there's a lot of buttons there's uh, menus and stuff and uh, the <laughs> so the, the main interaction you do is to open a menu on one hand and then click an item you want to spawn and that pops into the world that menu is completely bugged out if you have index controllers. I need to open all my fingers except... Oh, no, no, yeah. If you... it, it detects grasping for grabbing things. So I need to open my hand and then push the A, B, A or B button, I can't remember. I think either button, yeah. So I needed to only use my thumb. That to show <laughs> the menus. That was really awkward. And then I had to point with my other finger. Um, Could could you literally open a hand and then stab the controller with your other hand? Well, that was kind of the point, but I had to use the click, the you know, the trigger, because otherwise I couldn't press the buttons. They wouldn't do anything. Nothing would happen. So there's some kind of input problem there. And <laughs> coupled with this is that if I slightly folded down my index finger, it would completely trigger, like repeatedly trigger one button, completely like saturating the haptic engine in the controller so it's just <laughs> really <laughs> it could be it's, fun with I, the ladies uh, well yeah very enjoyable um <laughs> the what it reminds me of if you have had links online and you you put your mouse cursor in the right position you can see the link fl flicker like on and off in the hoover state that's exactly what happened but in vr so it's a bit weird. Um, I also would like the menu to stay if I bring something out and toggle it, but 
you need to hold the button and it vanishes when you grab something from the menu. Then you need to release your thumb and click again to get the menu again. I didn't like that interaction. But I mean, otherwise the puzzling is fine. It's not my favorite type of puzzling because it's tweaking. Hmm. It's not, it's not what appears. <laughs> <laughs> what appears yes. is grid based snapping. There's like, you do this or you do, there's nothing else. In Gravity Labs, you it, can- It's like the stop motion of puzzling, isn't it? You can tweak tiny, tiny amounts and every part of the big chain of things you've done, it's maddening at points. Like, oh, I need to fix that thing in the start. Let's redo all of this. Like, uh, so it's not my favorite type of game when it comes to puzzling because mm. there's like infinite solutions, which is, I mean, that's compelling in one type of way, but uh, there's less chance of me enjoying the game when it's it's fully, you know, free form. Um, yeah. But that, that might just be me, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah the, the quite enjoyable, but indexes should watch out. <laughs> <laughs> did did you do anything at all this week, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I played a lot of games with on old stuff, but new stuff. I've done before. So one of them was with this little thing. I know I know you've got this little thing. I do, mm. yeah. The the Cyber Shoes module for the Quest 2. So I've Same. been going through all the old games like um You've stuck that to your brand new Quest 2. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I, like, if you look at the side, it's nice and Velcroed onto the side. Yeah, they they give you... So you get it and you basically have a Velcro patch on the back. And the idea mm. is that you peel the back off and then you slap it to the front of the Quest. And I was just like... Uh, <laughs> I hope you put the soft right. side on the Quest. The I honestly don't know. It's because it already comes uh-huh. with one one piece of it already attached. Oh really? Okay. So you yeah, literally the, yeah, just have to peel off has... one, slap it to your quest. Yeah, the soft side goes on the quest. The hard side connected back over there. I but, wasn't a fan. But why? Why would you want to stick something your brand new shiny headset? That's um, does it peel off? It, yeah, it's easy. Peel off easy. It doesn't leave I mean, any residue yeah. if you peel it off or anything. Like have that. you peeled off the stickiness, or have you just taken off the Velcro? No, but one—I think it was. Yes, I think it was yesterday. I went to take it off because I was going to play something, and I didn't—I didn't want the wire hanging down because I didn't want it plugged in. And when I tried to pull the the thing off the actual Velcro, so the vel- it took the whole thing off the headset, and there was no marks or anything. See, like I, this- I took one look at that. And I was like, I, I am not sticking this to my headset. I refuse to stick this to my headset. So I just gorilla taped mine on. <laughs> That's basically just double sided. Like this gets shit done. This has mm. had a piece stuck. I stuck car parts on with this. Yeah, but so, then what you're gonna do when you're gonna take the gorilla? Have to take the gorillas. So the good news is that the gorilla tape is basically reusable. Yeah, it's designed so for you to peel on, peel off, peel on, uh, peel off with no stuff. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's it's just off. Like that's it. It's off. There's no problems. Mm-hmm. And then I can just like if I've 
got the the dongle sat there, and if at any point I want to use it again, and it's got dusty or something, you can literally just sort of wet it a bit. When it dries out, it'll stick like shit to a blanket. It's great. Hmm. So that's the way I attached mine because I'm not a fan of sticking things to headsets at all. No, no right. me. I, I stuck I stuck my um, leap motion to the Vive with Velcro, and I actually super glued the Velcro to the headset. You monster! <laughs> so it you... didn't come off when I what? That super glue is awesome. Above me, it is. But that, that's that's not a temporary thing. Oh my god! Yeah, it doesn't I don't mind. Why you, would you a do monster. such a thing? I even get angry at Salsa Ketchup VR because he sticks googly eyes to his headset. I don't get me started on googly eyes. I mean, it's <laughs> other people's so gear. Look, they can like, do whatever they want. I don't they, know. Yeah, they can. Oh so, my god! I the Velcro effect <laughs> he's stuck on the headset here is, is oh, super good. I, 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 everything just, that is wrong with humanity. Oh. I got into somebody with <laughs> if this that's on Reddit. that's the biggest problem with humanity, we're safe. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, to be fair, there are much bigger problems, but you are oh, a menace yes, to society. There, there was a slight exaggeration, <laughs> I apologize. But, um, but I, yeah, I got into somebody with this on Reddit. I was just like, you, you just, why would you do that? And then they were just like, I, I wanted to do it. And then after a while, I thought, do you know what? Who the fuck am I to shit on your joy? Like, if you want to stick googly eyes to your Oculus headset, yeah. you're renting from Oculus, then by all means, you stick fucking googly eyes on your headset. Screw it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shut up and take myself out of this equation. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for you. But I... The, the, no, the, you should never stick... Honestly, I'm I'm mildly annoyed that you spray-painted your Vive... going to say, that annoyed me. Thing, like, you spray-painted the... the oh, on the, that's true, actually. I did. Well, I don't like the shininess on the, the visor on the index. Which is I'm, why I'm I was not... trying to get you to vinyl wrap it. Because vinyl is peelable. Yeah, but you can get spray paint off easy without damaging anything. It's fine. Um, I did try the vinyl wrap. I couldn't do it very well without getting bubbles in it. It was terrible. I can't. <laughs> I can't even put a fucking cover on a mobile phone. You know, one of the glass without getting bubbles in it. So yeah, it it was never going to happen with the wrap. So no, I just soapy got some spray paint water. and sorry, go on. soapy water. That's the secret. Oh, yeah. okay. Although most oh. vinyl wrap nowadays, it's actually designed to have holes in it. So mm. you can basically just warm it up and it will just, the bubbles will just fall right out. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't like the shine. I didn't like the highly reflective thing. So I just bought some spray primer and some spray paint and painted it. Done. And I liked yeah. it. I think it looks quite nice. Like I had lots of people on Reddit going, "Oh, you voided your warranty." Not not sure I have, mate, but okay. <laughs> so, like, I don't think if I sent the entire headset back with the visor valve would turn around and go, "Oh no, you put paint on this." No, 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 we can't do that because <laughs> the visor doesn't actually do anything. It it, it doesn't. It, no, no, it, it doesn't. It's literally just like a dust cover, isn't it? I think so. I'm not even sure. Because there's fans that, really. and holes underneath it. No. I don't think yeah, there's a fine. fan, but there's a vent. Mm. But I'm vent. not sure if it's a dust cover because there's no filter. It's just you know, no, it's pretty. just it's just there. It's decoration, mm. and it hides the the frunk. Yes, mm-hmm. ish. my frunk has a. Yes, you've got. Your you went all that punk on your plane. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did as well for a short time, and then went nah, and took it out. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> 
to be honest, mine was a, like a three pound badge from AliExpress that and you literally can program through a USB cable with some mm. janky software that came with it, and it just happened to fit <laughs> perfectly in at the front, and it was like three quid. How much was yours, Paul? Uh, $29.99. <laughs> yeah, make sure but, you use that. Every single but, video. Yeah. yeah. Even Paul's if it's one, just like, I assure you I'm awake inside. Your one is actually designed for the front, though, isn't it? It's... For the front, yeah. The guys yeah. designed it. Yeah. Uh, like, it's the yeah. guy's website selling all these things to put in the front, yeah. Mine was a, a, a lucky chance. I, I think yours was fit. like, it's like a name tag, isn't it? Just a programmable name tag with magnets on the back. Yep. Yeah, it just happens to fit inside the front perfectly, and I was like, "That'll mm-hmm. do." <laughs> I thought for three quid, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. I had to wait like three months for it to turn up from AliExpress because mm-hmm. I obviously missed the last container before that one happened. Oh dear. So anyway, yeah, we was um been using the Cyberjews on the quest. It's currently in Kickstarter. I think uh, thirteen. Put the link up in the description anyway. Mm-hmm. For the Kickstarter, it's still ongoing until the end of December, I believe it ends. Uh, they've already smashed the goal. They're already, they're already funded, yeah. Yeah. Are already sewing machines actually goals. worth it? I enjoy using them. If Do you know, like, Beat Saber's Arm Day? You mm. can make most games like Day with Cyber Shoes. Yeah. Okay. So I've been My- playing... The only ones that are supported while it's in Kickstarter are Arizona Sunshine, which has native support. So it's actually an option in the game menu to in the movement section on this quest oh. to put it as cyber shoes. Interesting. Um, Walking Dead Sins and Sinners, where it's just a case of put, changing settings how we like them, pressing the button on the front to tell them that you're using the, the little button mm-hmm. on the front of the module to say, I want to use these, mm. and it programs out what that's looking forward. And then you just get going. And same with facial figures, it's just a case of choosing the options and pressing that button and then those are the ones that we're working at the moment but that, that's like official SDK support because it's in yeah. the menus oh, mm. that, that, that's more serious than I imagine yeah, yeah like Arizona Sunshine it actually is an option like in the movement you've got teleport walking or cyber shoes as a huh. third one on the so is... with the PC cyber shoes they only work with Steam yeah because they're a Steam overlay, basically. Um, so when I heard they were coming to Quest, I was just like, how the hell are you going to do this? Because I can't use my Cyber Shoes with my CV1 on Saints and Sinners because it opens up in the Oculus world and not in the Steam, even though I own it on Steam. Um, yeah. But no, by all accounts, they are actually doing this. Um, it's pretty easy to set up. Um, yeah. You basically just have to go into the beta settings, connect it via Bluetooth, and you're kind of done. Yeah, um, um, I was expecting because my cyber shoes are obviously paired to my PC dongle. I was expecting when I turned on the Quest dongle to have to you know press a combination of things to get them to be picked yeah. up, picked it up straight away. See, I had, no I had issues. I had issues connecting it to channel one on the cyber shoes for some reason, which is like the blue light. So I had to switch it to channel two, which is a red light, and it worked connecting straight away. That's a thing. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, there's two channels. There's like the blue one and the red one. No, mine's all the, mine's all green. I thought it was green. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, we've got prototypes, so you know this is yeah. obviously going to be 
worked out anyway. But yeah, mine. I just literally turned mine on and it picked up the cyber shoes. I was shocked. But I mean, even well on the went. shoes, like the the shoes on the, the light on the side of the shoes is red for the channel I've got. I have to switch a channel on the shoes to get it connected to the right channel on the. It's just a bit of a. I don't know why the normal one wasn't working. I don't know, but got it round it yeah, pretty easily. Got it done. Um, enjoy playing Arizona Sunshine with him. Like Doc said, it's a lot of work on your legs. But mm-hmm. for me, once you've spent a good couple of hours with them, you don't like overall, mm-hmm. not just in one sitting. I just find that they aren't actually like I didn't find my legs were that bad. Um, so I, I ran is that a much mile up to the shire. Was that three? Oh, you think the chair like relieves some of the? the uh, isn't the that? Yeah, I, I imagine if you have a bad bad chair for it, it would greatly reduce like the efficiency of it. So you need but a proper chair with the it. right height we, and stuff. No, you I think get the chair help. with it. Yeah, you get so the you chair can, with it. You can buy it okay. with the chair. I mean, you can oh, see the chairs mine in the background, the background here. I don't know if the stream can see it. This is my cyber shoes chair. So it's basically like a very, very luxurious, comfortable bar stool. Yeah. Uh, the but problem I, I have you, is that I suppose I'm I've tall got and fat. I think if you got the height right for you, I'm tall. I'm six foot three. So I think really? if you adjust the height to the right, the right height for you, you can get the. It's probably like Bull said, relieves a lot of it on your legs. Mm. I'm going to be mm. the shortest Definitely. one of the souls now. By the end of it. I'm yeah, I can't bullshit. Shocking, shocking revelation. We're all over six foot tall. We're we're all above but average. I'm, Let's just I'm, you know. I'm six foot, but everyone else is over six. I didn't realize this. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm I'm tall and fat. So when I sit down on it, obviously the gas lifter takes a fair bit of the strain, and so I find I am actually holding my legs up whilst trying to use the shoes, and it does you know, give me, like, me just miming it just then, like, I was aware that I was doing it. So, yeah, that's probably why, because my arms I, on it, like, my legs are, just feel normal, like I'm sat on them. Yeah. I don't have to lift them. And I can't sit as far back on the chair as I would like to, because obviously I'm a fatter, so I have a fat back as well. Um, so if I had a better chair, I think I would probably have a better time. Um, yeah. I do have a bunch of bar stools in the garage, and I feel like that would be a better fit for me. So one day I may, you know, get crazy enough to lift one upstairs, but I'll just use the cyber shoes chair. It's on that I probably spend as much time in that. No, not as much time, but I spend a lot of time in that cyber shoes chair. When the wife wants to come in here and game, I give her this chair, and then I sit in the cyber shoes chair, and I just sit on there for hours and just play games with it. I dig that chair so much. That's I I I like the cyber shoes, but I love the cyber shoes chair. Like, I was surprised that like they are still very, very responsive on the quest. Yeah. I was thinking I'm going to get a little bit of input delay because it's not connected up to your PC. It's not an interface in Steam. Are we going to get some sort of delay? Like The only only show I really found with them when testing them was getting used to them on Saints and Sinners for the walk and run motion. I think I found myself just running all the time. Because sometimes I was like thinking I'm doing the right pace to run and then sometimes... I think, oh, this is the right place to walk, and then I'd start to run, and I was like, I don't know what. what... Oh, so it's not analog. It's, it's it's kind of two modes. It's the for saints and sinners. Um, they've done something to right, make yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed um, to so click in not... a stick to sprint, I think. So the way they got around that, I think you have to do like two quick movements with your feet, and then you're in sprint mode. 
and then when you stop, you're back into walking again. Uh, I suppose, yeah, because there is no analog sprinting within yeah, the game. Yeah, and in Saints and Sinners, just sin- like if you're sprinting all the time, you're going to ruin your stamina and you're going mm-hmm. to have to keep drinking and taking meds to fix the fact that these drinks are poisoning you and all sorts. So, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So I've never used well, the I- cyber shoe stuff, and I'm, I'm intrigued by them, but I'm not sure how much I would ever actually use them. One day you will use the cyber shoes. Whether I have to come to you and we have to install all the software <laughs> or... Well, no, screw it. I've got him on the Quest now. Yeah, so I can it. literally just chuck the cyber shoes and the Quest in a bag and, well, I could just bring the dongle and plug it into your Quest. What would we do about chairs? Mounted on box. And the mat, and the little friction on your mat. Yeah, we'd figure it out. That's the other thing. So the carpet is... The carpet is kind of special carpet, but... When I was first testing them, I was sat in this chair. I was nowhere near the carpet. Running it on my carpet down here, I had no problems. So, I've never tried it on a normal carpet. I've only ever used theirs. So certain carpets to, can generate yeah. like static interference. Apparently, yeah, it's intriguing because it's. I don't think anyone yet has really nailed the you treadmill actually walking side of around. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's um, a treadmill without a treadmill. The treadmill is strapped yeah. to your feet as opposed to strapping yeah, you to yeah. a treadmill. It's just a roller, Which, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, to me, it's a more feasible option than these big dish things. The thing that puts yeah. me off with the cyber shoes is you're sitting down. I think that's what puts me off about it. I would rather have something like the Infinidec that is the... Um, Omni track mill um, that will yeah. go wherever. That thing looks pretty. That's the thing that they used in um, Ready Player One in the film that Wade stands on. It's a real thing. It does exist. Um, they do. Like, they they look horrible and they're like they do. roller shoes. They they look but, like a big uh, matches. Yeah. yeah. They and the like software the- that they use is basically their own thing. But other than that, yeah, that's that's basically it. Like I follow some people who on on you well one channel I follow on YouTube is his his whole channel is just about those treadmills. Like mm. he's got one and he just tries. And I always think they look good and they look like they'd be alright to use, but it's a whole storage thing. It, like, yes, it where, is. Where there, do you put there. it when you're not using it? <laughs> the yeah. thing is, is that any different to owning a racing seat? Yeah, because most racing seats can be folded up most, not all. And <laughs> so folded up. mine going, no, it can't. <laughs> There's a bunch of these treadmills that basically you you know fold the top down to the bottom and then you put it against mm. the wall or something. Like, it yeah. is possible to do, but mm. I, like the more robust ones, the ones that don't fold up as the same with the racing seat so yeah. I mean, we've often said if you dig racing games then why the hell not get yeah. a racing seat if you dig shooting games then spend the seven thousand pounds on a pro tube yeah i, I think that <laughs> that seems a little excessive for a pro tube but i don't think they're that much um, no black friday at the minute yeah the cheaper <laughs> I think Black Friday and Cyber Monday it's, it's, is kind of. The, the I think they're done now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sadly. Um, but I think um, I wanted. I tried. I bought Fisher Fears two to try, um, and did one part, and I was like, I don't know whether I'm bothered about it. The Cyber shoes work well, but I was like, it made me jump the first couple of times. Hmm. 
And it's like, I don't know whether I'm just playing the, the wrong modes. I don't know. Because I, I just went in and it was just a choice of... Went in one area and it said story mode, but then I like a split down a chapter. So I just picked chapter one and it was like, it just made me jump a couple of times. Is this it? I, yeah, I don't have any real interest in Face Your Fears 2. I bought the Face Your Fears and all of the DLC for um, Halloween last year and played all of them running up to the, the 31st. And then, yeah, Face Your Fears 2, I was just like, I don't. I did, I'm just too old and boring for scary games. I really am. Saying I like that, nice Phasmophobia has got man. a new prison level. They've added What's a got new... prison level? Phasmophobia. They've added a new oh. massive area to go and look at. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so then outside of what I've done with the cyber shoes, the other things I've done is visited some PlayStation VR games on the PlayStation 5. Ooh. Right. I heard um, Blood and Truth got a massive upgrade or something, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't see I, a difference. Doc said you didn't see a difference. I saw a difference in there was a lot. Like I always remember the first time playing Blood and Truth on the PS4 Pro when you sat and you talked to the guy and you look around and you're like, everything apart from this character model on the table in front of me has really bad like anti-aliasing on all the edges. Hmm. And that's all gone now. Okay. Yeah, I I think my problem is that I'm going from a Quest 2 to a PSVR into a PS5, and it's kind of brought it up to, like, CV1 sort of quality. Like, the, 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 the system behind the headset now is pretty good, but there's still a fair bit of screen door. I think that's probably where I'm still thinking it looks janky. It well, probably does the look much better. That's the headset, isn't it? That's just a. Yeah. That's the panel. Yeah. You can't change yeah. that. So I feel like that's probably why I didn't see the difference. Other than that, yeah, it's it's now that that is pretty much on par with PC VR. Yeah, the me. textures. They've updated all the textures. They've they have done a lot of work on getting it. And the problem one is, that it needs to be done on a software level. Yeah. Right. You get a new graphics card, you can up the graphics, you can get much better textures, much better mm. resolution and everything. The, you've updated the PlayStation 5, but I played Resident Evil 7, and the biggest thing that it was was the checkerboard vanished, and that was about it. There's yeah, no well, I know other that, difference. I know, but that never really got any update, did it? I didn't get a PlayStation 5 update, that's just... No. I but guess that's, loading that's times. Loading times, loading times is all that. The games I've played that are non-PS5 PS5 updates is just the loading times. Is all I've noticed. I mean, I've never done a side-by-side -side comparison, but I feel like a lot of them do still need tweaking and optimization to work with the PS5 mm -hmm. uh, to get the better loading times. And the other thing I've noticed, the PlayStation 5, it's not even a terabyte. Well, it's a terabyte, but then they have the operating system on there. So it's when like you buy Windows, it, it's like uh, it's like when you buy your Windows PC, you say if you've only got one hard drive in it, say it's a terabyte, but 90, 90 gig of that's taken by Windows. Yeah, you don't actually get a terabyte. Yeah, like you get it, and the box literally says it's like eight hundred and sixty gig. I was like, what? Like just put that it's a terabyte. Why have you but, sanctioned like? But people will gig? people. You've got to think there's 
operating there's system. Who, there's people who are like idiots who wouldn't get the point out of the operating system and then complain to Sony. You said I get a terabyte. It's only 800 gig. There's people who wouldn't know that. But the hard drive That's inside true. it needs to be a terabyte. But why do they need so much space for the operating system? If it's only 800, even if it's 900 gig, that's a lot of space for operating system. Is it a recovery partition? So no, because can... all your... Re- if ever your PlayStation... I mean, I... Well, I don't know if they've changed it for the PS5, but if ever the PlayStation 4 shit the bed, mm-hmm. I used to have to put my operating system onto a memory stick and, like, mm. re... Reload it. Well, maybe they've changed that now with the PlayStation Five, which would make sense. So they've got a recovery system with inside. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I doubt it. it. I don't know. Um, I, I, I mean, to be I, honest, the new consoles are essentially PCs anyway. From what I said, I've that line is getting teardowns. smaller and smaller, isn't it? You'd think so, but it's making them bigger and bigger because they've got higher resolution texture packs now. But yeah. what? Um, um, what else? Oh, the other one that impressed me was Astrobot, and that's saying it hasn't had any updates, but that looks so more. Astrobot looked glorious anyway. I know, but that's what, that's what I was saying when I streamed it. So I don't know whether I just don't, don't remember it looking this good. <laughs> I do have one because question about l- the PS5 that's not actually VR related. Um, downloading of no, games. No, it's massive. And I know, yeah. I've seen it. It's, yeah, it looks fucking huge. Downloading of games, that always seemed to be throttled on the PS4, and it would take forever to download stuff. Is it still the same on the PS5, or is it pretty quick in downloading? I found quite of them have downloaded quite quick. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not terrible. I I don't think it's Steam quick, but it's not terrible. See, one of the things I always found on the PlayStation 4 was that the operating system itself was just really slow and sluggish Mm. and janky and horrible. Like, I would go to the PlayStation Store and I'd sit there and wait. And I didn't know if it was hardware or internet connection that was screwing it up. Mm. Apparently, it was hardware because the, the operating system, the menu system on this one, very, very snappy. Very, very good. Like, what it should yeah. be. It, mm. It's now the standard that Xbox have had since the Xbox 360. Like, oh, it, it is that, that snappy. I love the blades on the Xbox 360. I, I loved the blades so as well. I got rid of them. Yeah, and then they turned it into Windows yeah. 10. With all the yeah, pretty um, much. Well, well they turned one, it into Windows 8, which was even worse. Yes, that's true. There, there was one one game I found really interesting. Is I went into Dreams on in VR, hmm. and I actually was just going through and checking how stuff worked, and like I've I've played them. I'd released a few videos on top five games to try in Dreams and things, and I went to one that I enjoyed called Turbulence, which I never had any issues with, and I got like part way through it on the PlayStation Five. It was like. This game is now running under sixty frames. Like, go to <laughs> big like it forces you it forces you to go to big screen mode because they don't like games in VR under sixty frames. Wow! And I, okay. I never ever had it with that like on the PlayStation Pro. Is it with, running with that essentially game. emulation of PlayStation Four? Nah, the whole yes. point of the PS4, PS5 is that both are x86 and, and you know, AMD chipsets. That's why you said to yourself they're like PCs. Hmm. That's why the backwards compatibility is so easy. Yeah, because that was the problem the they had with the PS3, set. wasn't it? Because that used the cell chip, was it? Mm. And that was Something why like backward that. compatibility was like, nope, not going to happen, son. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, PS, 
PS3 backwards compatibility was a literal mm. PS2 ship inside, which they removed in later models. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. The PS3, they literally had a PlayStation 2 inside of it, and you could play PS2 games with it. But then the <laughs> PS4 to the PS3, it was like, you might get lucky if you download it, but other than that, mm. you're pretty screwed. No. Um, but then everybody was just like, I don't care because it plays my games at four frames better than an Xbox. So I like the <laughs> PlayStation. And they had VR, so I, you know, mm. I love me some PlayStation. I, I've pre-ordered the PlayStation 5 and not the Xbox. So I've not ordered yeah. either of them, but I'm, strangely enough, I'm probably more likely to go with the Xbox, mainly because of Game Pass. But my you, my problem was that the PlayStation died, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna spend yes. 200 quid on a second-hand PlayStation Pro." I was like, "Or I could just spend an extra 150 odd pound on that and get a PlayStation Five in a few months' time." Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm just getting a PlayStation Five, and that's it. So the PlayStation's in the PlayStation Five box because apparently my wife doesn't believe in keeping hold of boxes to their hardware, um, which annoys me because I've got the boxes for everything, including my Nintendo and Nintendo 64. Um, but yeah, she 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 threw the box away for the PlayStation. So but you're both happy with your PS5. You're impressed with the hardware. Yeah, I've been. She hates it. the controller, but I think it's fine. Okay, I I've... like the controller more because it's bigger. Yeah, I think ergonomically I like it it's much better than the PlayStation Four. I'm gonna to choose to ignore that one, Paul. Um, triggers, yeah, triggers. Talk about the triggers. Triggers, man. Yeah. Ergonomically, yeah. is better than the PlayStation Four. The triggers, I don't know because so I played uh, No Man's Sky. I got the PlayStation Five update. Admittedly, I I've been having problems with the the PSVR, um, so I've not tried that. But so when you're using the triggers, you know how with No Man's Sky you've got the mining laser that gets hotter and hotter mm-hmm. and hotter. So the the hotter that gets, the harder the trigger gets to pull. So you can really feel it starting to push back on your finger, which is fine. But after a while, your finger fucking hurts. <laughs> like it it gave me like real physical issues, and I'm using the mining laser all the time. So it it was a thing. <laughs> I would love to try it on a driving game, and I've been hanging my nose over WRC nine. Yeah, because that's on offer at the moment. And it, well, because it's on offer and it's now. a PlayStation 5 upgrade. The problem is I watched somebody um, play it on YouTube and I was like, that looks exactly, exactly like WRC 8 that I own on the PC. Mm. See, I got, and I um, don't want to buy the same game again. Like, what's the point? Um, I, I mentioned Pathless. it to them. Pathless. And they said it's got um, uh, uh, physics updates. I was like, physics updates? Give me, like, cars and courses and graphics and an actual reason that it's not just FIFA in cars. <laughs> but, yeah, physics updates. So, yeah, I didn't buy it. Well, I want to know what it's like. Because you imagine that, like, you get a little bit of, uh, you know, bumping on it when ABS kicks in or it goes really, really slick when you lose traction, things like that. There's real potential on racing games. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. The only game I've tried to work with the triggers is Pathless. The Pathless, where what? you got um, it's like an indie game made by the people who made Abzu, the diving one. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. And you're like a little Oriental character, and it's movement is you get boost by shooting arrows, hitting a target. I've 
Yeah, I've seen trailers of this. It looks awesome. And it beats your boost. And then obviously, the spread, there is quite a lot of spread about the open world. So it's just a case of keeping the momentum. But obviously, this is bow and arrow. So as you're pulling them and moving along, as you're pulling it tighter and tighter, the trigger's getting harder and harder to push in. Did you play the Astrobot built-in playroom thing? I played a little bit of it. That's pretty dope, and it does demonstrate the, the triggers yeah. quite well. That's essentially well, what yeah. Astrobot and the Playroom have always done, though, isn't it? Since they mm-hmm. started, it was this like they've been this is something to show off what we can do with your new yeah. controller, um, yeah. which is good. But and the fact this it comes is. pre-installed on every Xbox, on every PlayStation, on every PlayStation, yeah, hmm. yeah. Pathless is really worth checking out if you've got PS Five, non VR, but really worth. I may it's just look beautiful, into it. Beautifully designed. Um, as what Abzu was, so you expect that art type of art style. You do have bosses on there, and you also get a falcon, so you can jump, hit things. You can jump, shoot the arrows, ride the, and the hawk will grab you and boost you more in the air. And it's just all about keeping that movement. But your boost bar will run out if you don't hit the target, so you always got the sprint button pressed in, and it's got a bar. And hitting their targets fills that bar up more. Longer you keep going, the better like speed and styles you can get going while you're running around. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'll have definitely. to um, have a look at that then. Uh, well, I'm I glad will... you boys got one because I know a lot of yeah. people are having trouble with it. I, I feel guilty because like, I got the PlayStation 5 and I was like, great, now I can pack the PlayStation 4 away. I've not used it. I'm sorry, people. There's somebody out there that's itching for a PlayStation 5. They really want to, you know, play on it. And I, I've got one sat here that I've barely used, and I feel quite guilty. But then I also think there's people with them just locked up in cupboards wrapped in glittery wrapping paper. So, fuck them. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was lucky to get mine because I missed them all when y'all randomly went live. And luckily, mm-hmm. Argos... Yeah, yeah, I was exactly the same. I Argos went on to Argos one morning, up, yeah. and I was looking for... I Oh, I was talking to somebody on Twitter, and they were like, oh, I want to get an Oculus Quest. I was like, if you go on to Argos, they've actually got them available. You could literally go and buy one right now. And I went onto the Argos website to get them a link, and I was like, oh, PlayStation 5 pre-orders alive. I'll have one of them. Should I have one of them? Yeah, I'll have one of them. And I just <laughs> pre-ordered it and got one from Argos. Because I messaged them. And then when I found the, the, the hassle people had had getting them, I was like... It's kind of easy, really. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> yeah, there's people that like queued up for ages trying to get them, and I just looked up out, uh, looked out on one because, um, yeah, Argos. The, the tail end of this year for getting new hardware has just been horrific for mm. pretty much everything. Did you see the AMD launch for their new graphics cards, where there weren't any? <laughs> you that, see that? That doesn't shock me. I mean, the Nvidia <laughs> ones. I'm. On, on no, on overclockers, they were like, yeah. "Yeah, no problem. Here's the page, and it's like you can pre-order." Uh, and then they, when it went live, as in now they can ship them out. They were like, "Yeah, we haven't got any in stock. You'll get them when we get them." Yeah, my uh, my thirty-eighty uh, Nvidia over here, thirty-eighty yeah. still I've... not shipped on the Nvidia site. It went from please wait until the open and out of stock immediately. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. But Nobody they don't actually have chips. any. That's the thing. They, now, you know, I, overclockers and that had some 3080s. They did actually ship yeah. some out, but they did not actually have any of the new AMD ones. I think I've someone found down, like three in Finland or something, but it was ridiculous. So they just they just launched them, but never actually made any. Yep. 
That, that that's not a product launch. That that's right. just a, a tease. Yeah, it's it's insane, and it's strange. And they I, also announced today the thirty sixty Ti, which is comparable to a twenty eighty no twenty yeah twenty eighty super. Um, for so it's pointless. I think it was four hundred pounds. Which is not bad. It's not a bad price. I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, good. all the people. All the people that are sat on 2080s thinking, I'll get a 3080 and sell it. Every time this happens, they're just like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Because all of these cards just massively devalue their old hardware. Oh, yeah. If all you want is 1440p gaming, then that new one, the 3060 Ti, is perfect. You don't I need just, anything more than I'm, that. So I was... Well, I've spent hundreds of pounds to basically build my wife a PC for Christmas. And I've pre-ordered my 3080 on uh, the 17th, the day they were released. I've gone up about 50 in the queue. And in the last week, I went up one. Jesus. What number are you, just out of interest? 171. I'm clearly not going to see one of these graphics cards this time this year. I think a lot of the ones that have gone, I've I've jumped up the queue. I purely think they have just been people that have cancelled pre-orders. Wouldn't surprise. So I, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to do. Speaking of cancelling, <laughs> if we're going to talk about cancelling, um, oh yeah, who found this? Was this you, Doug? It was me, yeah. It was popped into one of my VR chats that somebody said, I've just got this email from Oculus. So do you remember, I think it was about a year, year and a half ago, they released that massive uh, Oculus Marvel crossover, the Marvel powers unite, uh, basically a wave-based shooter with different skins of people that you can't see because it's a first-person game. That game, you remember that game? I, I, so I do developed. remember it. I've never played it. I've heard it's dreadful. Yeah, as of I, I basically didn't bother because I didn't want to spend 30 quid on what was basically a wave-based shooter with mediocre gameplay loop to it. Um, I didn't bother. So apparently um, that game is going to be removed from the Oculus Store and everybody's library on the 1st of March next year. Okay. So you've basically paid to rent that game for the last year. That not really very good game. You've been renting it. You didn't buy that game. I feel like if they had put that information on Front Street, a lot of people wouldn't have gone anywhere near it. But do that we is think basically this was just always going to happen, or do you think this is a new development? I think that they probably knew. Hmm. But we can't. This is, I mean, this that. is just. Um, I don't know anybody at Oculus, but this is no. just like a giant fuck you. Like Oculus are already got like a legion of people that are vastly against them. Um, I mean, at least, well, twenty five percent of this podcast wishes that they would just die. Um, they they just everybody is on a real hate of Oculus at the minute. And then now they just send out a random email saying, yeah, you know, that thing that you spent 30 quid on. Well, we're taking it off you and we're not going to give you anything to compensate for this. I haven't haven't had this email yet. I want this email so I can respond to it. 
It's, <laughs> I bet you yeah, can't. I, I bet you there is so no, like, this is not them. a reply address. I bet you. The thing as that far gets as me, I though, can is tell. the extra bit they've said about this. Because they've said that you should delete this before... If you've got it on your device, you need to delete it before the 1st of March. Or else you will not yeah. be able to delete it. <laughs> so the the what, exact like, wording... What? Let, me, <laughs> let me get this up. The exact wording they've got... Uh, the time has come for us to say goodbye to Marvel Powers Unite VR. Allowing the community to take on the role of your fan-favorite Marvel superheroes in VR has brought us immense joy. While we'll miss the multiplayer matches with amazing Marvel Powers United VR community, we hope you'll continue to explore the amazing experience an Oculus platform has to offer. You're able to continue playing the game through to March the 1st, 2021, but Marvel Powers Unite VR is no longer available for new users to purchase or download. We recommend that you delete the game prior to March the 1st to avoid dead spaces taken up on your device. See, that suggests that the game will not work after yeah. March the 1st. You think this is, you think this is like hit all of the internet though? Yeah. You, like, you I think mean, this apparently, would be getting, you would, you, you'd think you would search Marvel Powers United VR and it would just be a shit show all over, but it's mm. not anywhere. But no one really bought it because it's shit. <laughs> so maybe it's that. But this, a lot of this people goes did. Back. People did buy it. People mm. did buy it, and you'd think people who bought it would be straight on like Reddit, going, "What the fuck? I'm losing my money." Yeah. The, people like to complain. Oh god, yeah. They do absolutely. And um, you think it'd just be all over? But this also brings but, into question the whole thing about um, you know keeping the history of video games as well. Because there are certain things like PT that was on the PlayStation. You cannot get that anymore. So it's kind of like if people are like trying to keep alive things in the past of video gaming and that, unless you've got this on your device, you're never going to be able to play it again. And even now, if you have got it after the first of watch, you're still not going to be able to play it. It's ridiculous. Hmm. That's that's the that's the thing that gets me. Like if they turn around and said, "Oh yeah, we're shutting down multiplayer servers," that's fair enough. But they are just shutting down the game. Did it have multiplayer? I don't think it did. I believe it did. Really? I'm sure that there was co-op to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, now so I think was it Ball or was it you earlier um, that basically speculated this may be a licensing issue? That's what that Reddit would, yeah. said. That's yeah. yeah that yeah. would be my guess. And because that Marvel makes sense. has changed hands since this was released, mm-hmm. and become and they're part bringing of the everything in house. They farmed um, out like Jessica Jones to Netflix and things like that, mm-hmm. and then all of their shows on on other platforms have slowly just not been renewed. And I feel like that that is probably the reason. It is a licensing issue. They no longer allow, have the license to use any of the imagery of any of these these characters, so as a result, the only thing they could realistically do is reskin it, and that is a lot of time and effort and money for a not worth it kind of game. Actually, talking about the Netflix shows, that was actually Netflix's decision to stop making them. Um, they still had the license up until, I think it was like a month ago, and it's only just gone back to Marvel. But Netflix actually chose not to do those. Um, because everyone's all excited now that the licenses have gone back to Marvel, and they're hoping that Marvel will go. Let's let's do this. Can we do it again? Can we get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil? What's going to happen is none of that. 
because Masharala Ali, who played Cottonmouth in the first season of, what was it, Luke Cage, is now going to be mm. playing Blade. So fuck you! <laughs> You're no longer part of canon. That's what that'll be. Well, yeah. I mean, they... <laughs> it's yeah, true! I mean, Chris it's Evans like, is never going to be Johnny the Human Torch, is he? I, they could do this with the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They could bring them all together doing that. See, this is a I funny thing, because I'm not really into like superhero stuff, but the two seasons I actually enjoyed watching were Daredevil and The Punisher. And I'm like, they'll probably never come back. No, no they won't. They that's, won't I, that's, I basically chose my ending for those shows, whether it was at the end of a season or if it was like two episodes away or something like that. I chose my ending and I was like, I'm fine stopping watching the show. I, Daredevil got an ending. Back. Um, Daredevil got an ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did bother going back to that. The fourth season think. of Daredevil is really, really good. Yeah. That, and it the, has what, a proper fourth? ending. Mm-hmm. I think there's four Shit, I only watched two. Yeah. Um, Jessica Jones, I just watched one season, was like, Tenant is spellbinding, he's not in it anymore, fuck it, I'm not watching he's it. He's fucking um, terrifying in that. It's just amazing. Oh, like, it's you, just you, terrifying. It's, a, it's just astonishing. Like His work in that is worth watching Jessica Jones alone, and my wife's like, I'm not watching it. I was like... yeah. I really like Luke Cage, actually. Luke Cage is really good. Although a friend of mine we used to work with went, it's very black. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's set in Harlem and the lead that, that guy does, is does a black happen. guy. What the fuck, man? Look, this sort of thing is very strange. Um, but we're talking about TV again, which we did not necessarily... Yeah, we've, we've, we've drifted off again. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah. Let's just talk about a big release before everything is over. Go on, then. Really? I can't? Yes. Is this yes. allowed? Please Are do. we talking about VR? <laughs> is this a VR yes. podcast? Yes. It is VR So podcast. Vario out of Finland uh, today announced their new headsets, the VR3 and XR3, which are not for consumers because the base model, the VR model is 3,200 euros without the mandatory service agreement, which is, uh, so it's 3,990 euros. That's the VR model. And then they have the XR model, which also has LiDAR and pass-through RGB cameras and stuff. I think, wait, the RGB is on both, I think. But that's one. that one is 54.95 euros for the HMD alone and 69.90 for with including the service agreement. Was this the Volvo company? The one that were like, oh yeah, you could drive a Volvo in our headset or something stupid? I don't know, maybe, possibly. Um, they, they've got like lifelike pass-through on them yeah the yeah the the previous headset had an add-on and now it's built in and uh that's the xr version well it's hard to tell really because there's lots of information and they, they will hold a uh, webinar later in the month about all this but the base stats is that the headsets have both a 200 hertz eye tracker built in so it has eye tracking and they have an Ultraleap, I think, Generation 5 hand-tracking model on the outside or module. So they also have hand-tracking. Uh, the panels themselves run at 90 hertz. I think it needs two display ports because there's actually four panels in the headset. There's a periphery panel that's 2880 by 2720. Uh, I didn't see the panel type, but that's probably hidden somewhere. But that runs at 115 degrees at 30 
pixels per per something inch ppd inch? they say ppd pixel per density Dis- whatever uh yeah. but the key feature of Varjo headsets since the start is their focus display. So they have a focus, uh, I mean, they have a smaller display with much higher pixel density from 30 to 70, which is superimposed on top of the periphery display. I think they use a mirror. I'm not sure if that's the same in this headset. Um, and that takes up only 27 degrees of the full field of view, which means you get a really sharp center image. So this is sold to enterprise, defense, medical, because it's the best fidelity you can get in in the retinal area of any mm-hmm. headset, pretty much. Uh, which is kind of exciting, but it's also very far off for confu- consumers to get this kind of device. What people didn't pay five grand for a Hololens, so <laughs> wouldn't shock me if people paid for that. Do you know any private person that paid five grand for it? Hololens? Oh God, no! <laughs> I'd be interested to know what sort of rig you need to run this. Yeah, that that is. I mean, if you're an enterprise that pays seven thousand euros for a headset, I think you can, you know, Probably. have a beast oh, yeah, no, ab- Absolutely, yeah, I'm. Big. I'm just really interested in what the rig is that runs it. From yeah, just I a would assume perspective, multiple interesting graphics cards. <laughs> Was it the last um? Was it the last Vardio one that was about 3000 They said yep. that this one would be cheaper than pre- the previous one, so I'm I'm not sure. Maybe I they counted right. the... Wasn't it about 8 grand last time? Who knows? But this is the new and shiny anyway. Um, it supports both SteamVR 2.0 tracking and inside-out Vario tracking because they have the cameras on. Hmm. So they have both modes. Uh, A true hybrid. Could expect... Well... Yeah, you could expect that with the price, I guess. <laughs> what are you on about a true hybrid? We've had that for ages. Yeah, the oh, Cosmos. Really? I could just get a face place and swap it over, and I could use the Cosmos anyway. Existed for yeah. many months now. <sighs> exactly. I mean, the Cosmos Don't... was also supposed to be able to be run off mobiles. That would be super Shh. We don't talk about that one. I wasn't thinking about the the Vargas. I was thinking about the HoloLens too. When they were only open to enterprise and not consumers, I actually emailed Microsoft and said, "I'm happy to give you the money for mm. HoloLens too." Mm. Like I'm only I'm not I'm a I'm more of a. It's like, I, I'm I'm the VR realm, damn it! That is an enterprise. No, so <laughs> it actually like I filled it all out as well because I said like I'm like a I'm more of a what they call enthusiast, but I, I like new tech. And uh, they sent me this form to fill out, and I was like, company name and all this. How many yeah. people do you employ? One. <laughs> and I just filled it all out, sent it back to them. Like, I'm happy to pay the money, like, up front, whatever. I would just want the device. And, like, they never, ever got back to me. I was like, so what? <laughs> you just don't want £3,500 off me? Like, are you mad? Your business? Certainly you want money. Ah, you know, <laughs> selling to the consumers means you need to have a support f- for too many They're the insane ones. To be fair, three and a half grand in the world of Microsoft is not yeah, really no. going to change that way of life, is it? Like if if Bill Gates blinks for too long, he lost more than that. Mm. And go on eBay and go on eBay and buy one probably in a few months for less than that because people have got them for the companies and realise they're not used to them and mm. shipping them on. 
yeah. I do like midlife gamers to just say, do you know who I am? The VR realm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that would be superb. It's like, yeah. yes, uh, that's why we're not selling you one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've seen your channel. Goodbye. <laughs> this has been delightful. Good night. So. Yeah, so Speaking I've, I've of seen, which... I've, 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 I've seen mm -hmm. your cover of, coverage of the normal HoloLens... We don't want you to put any more stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Doug, what were you saying? That this has been delightful, um, and I have enjoyed this time with you guys, but we should really fucking go. We should. It's like nearly quarter past it, it's ten. It's quarter past ten. Bowl will stop getting antsy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I'm not the one who's supposed to play multiplayer after this. Well, I know. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Just so, wait, well, if anyone, for this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it means nothing to you. But um, ZimTalk 5 is currently streaming Frostpoint VR, which got released today and was Don't kind enough to. Don't tell them that, they'll leave. I know, that's fine. But if they're on the audio, it doesn't matter. Um, and True. he's planning a big event for its 10v10 multiplayer for the 13th of December. Um, which, strangely enough, should have been Starbucks Sunday, um, but we'll ignore that. So, <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I know. He did come and talk to me first, and it's fine. But he was kind enough to grant the Souls keys uh, for this, so we can all go and join him on his big multiplayer event on the 13th of December. And there's, mm -hmm. there's some big names in there. Um, Bagsy, Viper's team. Is all I'm going to say about this. I just... Yeah, I, I've I've gone against Viper. I would now like to be on Viper's team, please. Yes, I remember you went against him on a proper tournament as well, and it was like, oh well, you're fucked. <laughs> this when we, when I reckon, we... I reckon, I reckon Zim and the big names will get Viper, and they'll put all the smaller plebs on one team just to get tortured. Yeah. Well, I will have a word about that, possibly. Fine. I mean, but if we, we could just we could do Viper do, by himself, we might stand a chance. What, what we should actually do is we should get in touch with Disney because um, they own Marvel now and go, have you seen this bloke who dresses up at Deadpool all the time? That's your IP, <laughs> isn't it? And just see what happens. Um, <laughs> just get him to issue Viper with a cease and desist. <laughs> because he dresses up as Deadpool all the time. That's That would be quite amusing. I'm seriously... No, I'm not going to do that. It's, that would be nasty. No. Let's... Other shirts exist. I mean, not to mention that Captain America sat here, by the way. True. You spent all these money on these funky t-shirts, and they're just like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Okay, fine. Should we wrap up? Should we say goodbye? Yes. Goodbye. There we goodbye. go. Done. <laughs> I want to subscribe to everybody on that. Yes, like you can find Doc on YouTube and Twitter as Dr. Oculus VR, blah, blah, blah. You can find Paul here at the VR Realm. You can find Bowl by Googling Bowl 7708. Please do that. It's very entertaining. Um, and you can find me uh. wherever you want to find me. I'll be there. Just that'll be fine. Cool. Thank you very much. That's been episode 21. Ta goodbye. So... <laughs>